I'm also recording now. Oh, thanks. Thank you, guest, for reminding us that we have to record our own podcast. <laughs> really? You're saying we're not just going to talk here for like two hours? We have Craig. <laughs> We've become too dependent on Craig. <laughs> if, Craig if Craig fucks up, I'm going to be really sad. Just because I like having a backup. <clears throat> oh, Craig. <laughs> it's not a good year for Craig's. No, it's not. I feel I feel like if you are called Craig, and you are a Halo fan, are you, are you just oh, like God. really sad? Yeah. Well, to be fair, you could have just said if you're a Halo fan, you'd be really sad. Yeah, it hasn't been it hasn't been a good few years for Halo fans. Halo's had like a rough decade. <laughs> We will definitely get into that with Alex, who failed to play a Halo game. <laughs> it uninstalled itself. <laughs> anyway, uh, I reckon that's as good an intro as any. This is the MS Power User Gamescast. This is episode 10 and the first episode of uh, 2020 because uh, I couldn't be bothered to start the uh, the podcast for the year without having a good guest on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, I realized I took the thunder away from you, Alex. I took away the games cast. Okay, first off, it's 2021 now. Is it? How dare you? <laughs> don't, I... don't put us back into 2020. We've had How dare you? It's current year. <laughs> How... It is current year. You know what, Alex? How dare you? How dare me? <laughs> Nothing has changed. <laughs> it's still Time March. is meaningless now. Not only is time meaningless... But I've been I've been shouting at people because uh, the thing that I like to do is make myself angry, um, and as you do, and the Why thing that makes me slightly that? feel better is making other people angry. So I've been telling some people who are really into physics that time doesn't exist, and I've been telling uh, my, pro my my programmer friends that math doesn't exist, and that all of it's made up. <laughs> I, and this all started because I have a friend called Jacob who's real who's really into music, and I I can't I think I just said it to to piss him off, but he was talking about chords, and I was like, what if people just make a new chord? And he was like, <laughs> that is physically impossible. And it became a running joke for like a couple of months, and then recently I was talking to him again. And I was like, what if someone just made a new number? <laughs> <laughs> it's like people could not make new numbers and i was like that is such horseshit you know uh you know google is named after a number right yeah yes. googleplex i feel like everybody learned that when they were 10 years old unless they they're, unless they're nine friends. years old now and then they didn't now they're yeah, learning it nine nine. Years old, <laughs> which case you have one year until your annoying friend tells you did you know that google is named after a real number well, that number was named by a nine-year-old. <laughs> to be fair, yes, Google does sound like it was named by a nine-year-old. It literally was named by a nine-year-old. <laughs> Wait, oh. literally? Literally named by a nine-year-old. It was the nine-year-old nephew of a mathematician. So a nine-year-old can create a number. Why can't anyone else? 
I, I can't wait for the next new number to be put to a poll on the internet. <laughs> new, we next new number. <laughs> new number just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, hey, we've got this new number. What do you guys want to name it? Hashtag like, oh, trending no. on Twitter. Hashtag new number. <laughs> <laughs> new number. Who did? Someone's just going to call it new number, aren't they? <laughs> It goes one, two, new number, three, four. <laughs> that's, that's the correct plan. Why do you think the new number goes there on the, the number line? <laughs> Just, <laughs> I can know that space needs more numbers. We need a new number in the, the uh, progression from one to ten. We need to fit somewhere in between three and four. Just a new number. Do you, do you know the best thing about uh, making up new numbers? What's the best thing about I, I haven't done it before. Just, just, no one can stop you. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> they legally can't stop you making up new numbers. What are the police going to do? Arrest you? <laughs> well, that's why someone was like infinity, right? They were just trying to stop their friends. They were like, no other mathematician can beat me because I've created infinity. It's like when kids in the playground are like, well, I, I'm 10,000 power plus infinity. No, so you can't saying, beat me. It's like playground rules. Like, no, you can't tag me. This, this flag is the safe zone. Take that, Pythagoras. <laughs> you, you can just make new number. And then it's like... Well, why can't we just move two up a bit? New numbers there now. Yeah, infinity just, so plus what if we two. Have, so what if we have tradition? There's now new number, and new number is cool. <laughs> What's the worst sounding? Like, obviously, like, when you get to stuff like Google, where it's like, all right, we're running out of names to call numbers. We just had a nine-year-old call this number <laughs> Google. Like, what is the dumbest name for a number? I don't know, six is pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, six is six is not a great name for a number. I think every number up to ten should be renamed and all of those numbers should have the same amount of letters as the number. Okay. Alright, we're getting we're getting ambitious here. <laughs> there we're talking we go. about reinventing the whole system. I do not I d I don't I don't care if English does it, any language can do it, and they can be the first. There we go. Innovators. <laughs> That's what they call us. Normally, the, the games cast doesn't start like this. <laughs> this is a very special episode. A very special episode for a very special guest. And that is uh, one of my favorite uh, YouTubers that I've been watching for years, uh, which is uh, Late Night Gaming, also Late Night Halo on YouTube. Uh, on Twitter, and I keep getting confused between the two names. <laughs> I don't know why. That, that was my anger coming out at me fucking up. Channel <laughs> <laughs> your inner rage. I, it's been a stressful few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'd argue it's been a stressful couple of months, maybe a year. I haven't had a haircut in so long that I feel anger at my face <laughs> from all the hair touching me all the time. <laughs> and as Alex knows, I'm normally quite a long-haired boy. You are. But it's oh. too long. You thought I was a short-haired boy, but I wasn't. I was a long-haired boy. <laughs> I sound like a short-haired boy. 
<laughs> but surprise, surprise. <laughs> you sound like a short-haired boy. That's a, when anyone meets me, they're like, damn, I didn't expect you to have long hair. Like you sound like such <laughs> with the sound of your voice, you have maybe like four or five millimeters of hair tops. <laughs> As the killers once said, he looks a little bit like Jesus. Anyway, we've got Late Night uh, Gaming, who is, well, I personally think the best Halo YouTuber on, on YouTube because... Uh, oh my gosh, I watch a compliment. I watch all the videos, which is more than I can say for most YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I did want to ask you uh, a couple of questions before we get started talking about uh, random bullshit. And that is... Uh, <laughs> Have we not already started on the random bullshit? I was going to say, we, we started this podcast <laughs> by pitching the concept of renaming numbers. numbers. I do not recall. <laughs> <laughs> drunken fever dream. I, uh, I haven't drank anything in hours. There we go. <laughs> It's been at least five minutes. It has been. I left my water in another room and I'm sat down and comfortable now, so I'm not getting it. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, I wanted to ask you about your background with the Halo uh, franchise because oh, <laughs> obviously <laughs> it is your bread and butter. So I just wanted to know how you got started with the series. Um, I... I'm trying to think about when I got started with the series. I definitely know if I could time travel, I'd go back in time and say, don't, please, you could still save yourself. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably like, so my parents were pretty conservative when it came to like video games and stuff. So like I didn't own any, like the Xbox or whatever. I was still on like 16-bit consoles. Mm. Um and so, like, 3D games was always kind of, like, elusive. They were always elusive to me. and kind Illegal. Of, like, uh, not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not contraband. <laughs> but but um, also, just, like, growing up in a religious household, uh, religious iconography and stuff is my kryptonite, even as an adult. So hearing about, okay, it's a first-person shooter, but it's called Halo. Ooh. I know Ooh. that word. Ooh. And then the main menu kind of sounds like church music. It's like, ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Halo was like, it had everything it needed to indoctrinate my young mind. <laughs> you went on the great journey. Yeah, uh, I went on a great journey. <laughs> I did not know what was happening during the campaigns because I played them horribly out of order. It was always my friend suggested, why don't we play this level in this Halo game? And it's like, all right. So Halo was always this disjointed fever dream. It got to the point where I, I played the first level of Halo 3 and thought it was on a ring. Like, I just didn't know where I was at any given time. I thought that the reason you jumped so high was because gravity on a giant circle is different. Well, it should be, but it's sci-fi bullshit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I thought Chief jumped super high because the gravity was different. You're on a circle. You're not on a planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was... As is trampolines. We've, we've sussed it. That's how trampolines work. Yeah, yeah. Jumping on circle, move. just go higher. The Halo's a pretty shit trampoline because it's a trampoline without the middle. <laughs> well, 
yeah. Yeah, to be fair, if you tried jumping on a halo, you'd probably break your leg. <laughs> so what inspired you to create an entire YouTube channel, well, mostly an entire YouTube channel, around uh, the Halo series? So you say inspired. <laughs> I think it was an accident, and before I realized it was too late, I was a Halo YouTuber. <laughs> I, I remember... If you scroll through my channel all the way to the point where I literally just have a camera in front of the TV uh, recording, I just uploaded whatever I wanted and there was no like consistency or no pattern. It was just like whatever. And then I made a Halo video that did unusually well. And so I made another one and another one and then the other videos were not doing so well. So it just encouraged me to make more halo videos and oh no i'm trapped i see you have a few videos about <laughs> sonic 2006 oh boy <laughs> that game is really fascinating one of which has a uh, top text uh top, <laughs> bottom text meme of the thumbnail yes oh yeah that was um i i didn't know how to make my own thumbnail so i just have to go on Google images and pray to God that somebody <laughs> made an image that I could use. I don't even get this meme. <laughs> it's... Where is it? Can, can you link it? I can probably explain the context <laughs> if I can remember. I feel like yes. my immune system has suppressed some of the cringeworthy memories. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, wait. Oh, YouTube was cutting oh. it off. Okay. Never mind. It's a, it's a, I don't know what the format of the meme is, but it is no, no, an no, angry kid. The bottom, bottom text, yeah, top text, bottom text. I, I couldn't tell you. The YouTube thumbnail had cut off the uh, wins, this is the best game. So it just said ever and then, and then loses, this game is a. <laughs> this game is a. <laughs> I was like, is this some, is this some future comedy that I don't understand? Yeah, I was going to say that that meme is like Velociraptor caliber. Do you remember Velociraptor? I do remember Velociraptor. It that was... was before we knew to call memes memes. That Actually, I think that was around about the time that people started using the word meme and then people in high school didn't know it was pronounced meme. Do you mean memes? People would legitimately call them memes, not as... A joke, and not as a memes. bad joke, <laughs> as a legitimate. Like that's how a the... very good joke. Well, it's a it's a hilarious joke. Have you ever like looked up the history of like the, those like know your memes website where it like chronicles the the life of a meme and tries to pinpoint where it came from? I only go on know your meme when there's a new meme, and I have to admit that I'm getting old. Yeah, yeah. know your meme is for. Uh, the new hip young things the kids are saying and when you need just a base template of a meme because all the ones you google have <laughs> stuff on them yeah we it's we've gotten like, give me a raw copy and that's fine memes are almost becoming procedurally generated <laughs> like it can just be like a hyper saturated picture of shrek with a handgun and that's well, the new like, meme uh i think it's subreddit simulator on reddit Oh no. <laughs> it's it's entirely like AI generated, I think. And it's <laughs> it occasionally turns out like really good memes and it's just like <laughs> what the hell has this done? Like how is this possible? 
You know, I was talking about this a few years ago, Alex, with, I think, you and uh, ex-MS Power user writer Ash. And I was talking about how we are on the precipice of uh, Zoomer and Millennial, where we are in that weird... We are Zoomers, I think. <laughs> but Maybe, who knows? I think, I think, yeah, 97 is the start, or 96 is the start. And we are right there. But we don't understand anything that they're doing. <laughs> and so I feel out of touch because millennials have their they have their 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 shit housing to worry about. And I guess I do as well. But <laughs> but they have a lot of problems that they are now starting to get really angry about. And I'm oh, supposed yeah. to be having this fun, carefree Zoomer life, but I'm not allowed because I'm right on the edge. <laughs> You're like, you exist in perfect balance. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, f I'm falling off, off the third edge. <laughs> There's these two groups on either side, and I've just found my own cliff to jump off. <laughs> you rejected them all and decided to kill yourself in a different way. <laughs> so you said uh, earlier, and I, I'm not—I don't quite remember if this was before the podcast uh, started recording or not. But you said Halo has had a rough decade. Yeah, uh, it's safe to say it has. So you uh, have been quite vocal about you not liking Halo Five. I would say you don't say. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first I'm hearing of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember playing I bought Halo 5 for 50 British pounds okay. governor um, I was so excited um, and I played through it all in, sing, in single player mm -hmm. and I've never felt a feeling like the feeling of finishing Halo 5 <laughs> which was more of a Huh? <laughs> a feeling? More like a maybe a, maybe there was a little eh? <laughs> they're slightly different. So I was wondering what was your reaction when you finished Halo 5 for the first I can walk time? You through my emotional journey. Oh, um the great emotional journey. I I was very excited about Halo 5. In fact, so excited that I think Halo 5 kind of taught me to not be excited that much about things anymore he's never smiled i've never smiled again um <laughs> and yeah i was really excited about halo 5 and i was playing through the campaign and it was like okay well the campaign's just starting surely it'll get better and i remember it was around mission seven when i started to feel dread <laughs> that something <laughs> had gone horribly wrong uh, and I tried playing again because surely I wasn't getting something. And the second time around, I remember feeling like, do you remember at the end credits, it started like playing like really sad violin music or whatever? I will inform you now that I have only reached the credits of Halo 5 one time. Okay, it's like this really <laughs> emotional track called Blue Team. And it, it says thank you for playing and then immediately starts like just going through the credits. And I remember anger the second time where you've got this like emotional music and this like, thank you for playing. Fuck you. Here's all the people who made this thing. Like, <laughs> I, I just remember being really angry and upset. 
I uh, every time I play a game that I've hated and uh, it gets to like the production babies part of the credit, I, I get I go, you are the Antichrist, all of you. <laughs> remembering the names, <laughs> I'm putting them on a list. They're going yeah. in a fitness. <laughs> Yeah, it's, Halo 5 is such a weird game. It took me about a year to fully come to terms with the fact that, like... Because I committed myself to two years of being hyped about it. And so when it came out and it turns out, oh, this isn't the game I wanted it to be. It took <laughs> me about a year to finally accept that, actually, I don't think I like anything in this game. I don't like the campaign. I don't like the gameplay. I don't like the multiplayer. I don't like any of this. See, I uh, actually really, really enjoy Halo 5's multiplayer. I just wish it was not a Halo game. Yeah, I think it's fine as, like, enhanced mobility shooter number 187. Well, it at is... that point, it was number three. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, uh, what was it, Titanfall, Advanced Warfare, and then Halo 5. And I feel yeah, like... I like all three of those games uh, in terms of their mobility. Yeah, Halo 5 is like certainly fine as an enhanced mobility shooter. It's not what a Halo game is, mm. but I, I'm not going to pretend that I don't know why people like it because it is a competent, competitive shooter. The pity is it doesn't work well beyond 4v4 objective or slayer game types. Hmm. One thing that I always really hate about Halo 5 multiplayer is how fucking ugly it is. It's also a very, very ugly game. Yeah, I feel like in the in the single player, it mostly looks like fine when like there's interesting things happening in like the skybox, like Sanghelios and, and even the first level. Um, maybe not so much the first level. <laughs> mostly Sanghelios. Oh, the first level was fine looking. I mean, it... it... Chips it looks so bit. fake, though. Like, the, the level design of that mission, it's mostly oh, yeah. a straight corridor. It makes all yeah, you're the in really a... nice art assets look really shit. Yeah, you're in an outdoor as I've heard it called. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah, outdoor Yeah, it's, it's transparently very, very linear. And the problem is, like, Halo first levels are always linear. Mm. But because there's a lot of interesting external stuff happening, whether it's like doors opening and closing, uh, sneaking through air ducts, like there's interesting level sandboxy things happening. The problem with Halo 5 is its idea of interesting is how many abilities can we give the player, not how interesting can we make the external environment and sandbox. So that first level plays just like all the other levels. I'm struggling to think of if there was a single sandbox level in Halo 5. There was well, there... a level where you got a vehicle. Like there was a Warthog one in like a moon base or something. And there was Sanghelios, obviously, but they all felt like corridors. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like... So Halo 5's level design, I noticed that it has this frustrating trend of like vehicles are always it's almost like they've been contained and quarantined to parts of the level like whenever you see like covenant stuff 
like a wraith, it's always trapped in a little area. Like that wraith can't move around the environment. It's always just there waiting for you in the distance. <laughs> and you just go up to it and destroy it and then move on. You don't have anything like Savo Highway where you've got vehicles like all over the place. Hmm. What's the what's the snow mission called in Combat Evolved when you're uh Assault you... on the control room? Wait, is that is that the second one? Where you're coming uh, out of the control room? No, that's two betrayals. I feel like that mission was really interesting when you've got... If it was a flood mission, which a lot of people are... Uh, what's the word I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for? Uh, split. <laughs> split on. Um, <laughs> split, okay. But right, I, th- sure. I thought that was one of the most interesting levels in Combat Evolved where you've got the flood taking on the Covenant for, I think, the first time. But there's also vehicles involved, and it is a complete clusterfuck, as it should be. Uh, oh, yeah. narratively halo, halo is always at its best in my opinion when there's a three-way battle going on alex hello i'm also here i know about <laughs> halo alex i want you to tell us your entire journey with halo and why has my ipad changed the word halo to hello in German, <laughs> it, well, i wrote it with handwriting and now it has auto-corrected my handwriting You've secretly become German. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, so my Halo journey started with uh, Halo 3. And I mostly played Forge with my brother. That was like the Halo experience I had. Uh, specifically on the one map with elephants because boy do I love myself some oh, big um, vehicles. Oh, Sand Trap. Yeah, probably. Um... <laughs> So I played a lot of that. And wait, wait. When you said few... elephants, did you mean the vehicle, the elephant, or actual yes, the elephant? Vehicle. Okay, good. I don't know if there were actual elephants in the <laughs> I game. Don't think so. Not in three. Um. Yeah, I played a huge amount of that. Uh, just dicking about, and it just kind of became like there was no substance to it, but it was fun. And I played a few campaign missions, and I did not understand them. <laughs> they were cool. They were big old FPS missions, and I was like, huh, neat. And then I did not care for them ever again. Now, Taurus, I'm going to tell you something that Alex has told me uh, at his uh, birthday party when we were in university together. And he told... Oh, this okay. could be anything. I was... I. I think I had brought over my Xbox One. No, you had your Xbox One there and I brought over my PS4 for EDF. And I was like, Alex, yeah. can we play Halo 1? And you were like, no, it's one of those slow old games that feels bad. Oh, no. <laughs> that does sound like something I'd say. And then I got into a heated argument with you. <laughs> And then I proceeded to get very drunk. Yeah, and then then I got kicked out of your party for something I didn't do. <laughs> As is the way, yes. Someone broke his his Wii, and then I was told that I did it, and then I got kicked out. <laughs> you were informed that you... Yeah, everyone got really angry, and I was sitting on the other side of the room, and they were like, Lewis, why'd you do that? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even me. I'm still angry about that. That's amazing. So since then, 
where you told me that Halo Combat Evolved was a slow, old, boring game. Mm-hmm. You decided this week when I told you you had to play a Halo game that it would not be that one. <laughs> yeah, I, originally I wanted to play Halo Wars 2 because you specifically asked me to play a main series Halo game and I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do the opposite. <laughs> yep, that sounds like you. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, for some reason, while I did have Master Chief Collection installed on Game Pass, it decided to not be on Game Pass anymore and completely uninstalled itself on my hard drive. So that was <laughs> oh, fun. And nice. it's like 120 gig, so that hasn't, hasn't downloaded. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of gigabytes of Halo. Once it's downloaded the first part, you can... Actually, on PC, you can just select which game you want to download. I don't know if you can. Because it's... The, oh, like, the main can. thing is 122 gigs, and the other ones are all like 10 gig. So I think it's like you have to download them all, yeah. and then it just says, like, download this thing to say that you can play Halo 4. Like a code, basically. No, it's um you download just like ten gigabytes of information or something, and then it lets you open up the game, and that's where you can opt to be like, stop downloading this, download that. Uh, okay. Well, like, yeah, Alex, I, I am it. looking uh, on Game Pass right now on the PC version, and you can download the titles individually. Oh, I'm just bad with yes. computers. What, uh, what a great just, line just, of work I'm in. Just so you know. To be fair, Game Pass, that app is not good. Oh, yeah. It recently told me to update it, and then it kept crashing while it was updating. So that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Please stop, Microsoft. Please stop. Like, unless your thing can be as good as Steam, and Steam's not that good to start with. Like, just don't. Please. Microsoft will never stop. They don't like stopping. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm I'm almost like I'm worried now just because of the whole Xbox One launch and where Microsoft is now, where they're much better. Like, I've seen patterns. <laughs> the moment of peace will not last. So I'm I'm like, I think we've got about a year and a half left of good guy Microsoft before shit hits the fan and Microsoft starts being bad again. I'm actually like they... <laughs> I'm actually really confused about the xbox series x launch because yeah well not only me and alex have talked about this on a on a previous podcast where we were talking about how none of microsoft's next gen consoles or even the ps5 at that point felt like they were ready to release but as time goes on i feel like microsoft's uh console is quite a few months away from being even baseline acceptable. I think since release, the Series S and current like current gen lineup has only gone backwards. Which may yeah. be a hot take, but playing stuff on it recently, uh, very little... I don't know if it's just because it's the Series S and it's not got the fancy performance of the Series X, but nothing mm. feels like properly next gen. It kind of just feels uh, like, oh, this is more of uh, my base Xbox One that was god awful, and it's just there's <laughs> nothing that's like selling well, it weird. to be like, like this has to be on next gen, and especially I think that's a lot worse because well, so much stuff is still mixed generation. 
the Series S is like a step back from even the Xbox One X in a lot of ways I saw. Like obviously it's an improvement in some places, but it's like it seems almost like as a whole, even the last gen Xbox One X is better if you want like something that feels kind of better than the base Xbox One. It's it's a it's a really weird situation because the archi- obviously the architecture in the Series S is more modern. So it's mm. it's like the difference between a Wii U and a Switch, where yeah. the the Wii U and the Switch are technically similar power levels, uh, and obviously one was plugged into the wall, so it was drawing a lot more power. But the Switch, I wrote an entire thesis on this. <laughs> the Ooh. the Switch's CPU architecture um, is so much more advanced that it allowed it it allows it to play modern games like Doom Eternal or The Witcher Three where that wouldn't have been possible on the Wii U because it used a CPU from a 1999 Mac. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, but we're in that weird kind of midway between the generations where no game is being developed with entirely next-gen in mind, really. Mm, yeah. So, And even even when they do start getting developed, they aren't really going to take advantage of next-gen technology as much as they will in a few years' time, as we've always seen with consoles, it's they start off, eh, this is pretty cool, it's a good improvement, uh, and then a few years down the line, you're like, well, I know my other box would never be able to run this. <laughs> it's just the Xbox Series S is obviously taking the brunt of that a lot worse than any other like console launch, yeah. because it's also next to these two more powerful boxes hmm. and also yeah. it doesn't have a disc tray so it can fuck itself I, yes. I do not care for not having a disc tray it's fine but you're a weirdo no yes Digital you told easier. me earlier you don't own a single you don't own a single blu-ray yeah I don't need blu-rays I have the internet but they're so pretty the internet is no. my blu-ray earlier today <laughs> I watched Blade Runner 2049 on a 4k blu-ray and it made me cry with how beautiful it was are you sure you weren't just looking at Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds? Is it not Ryan, Ryan Gosling? Ah, uh, fuck it. They no, can all be in it. You think, Ryan Reynolds? Can you imagine Ryan Reynolds in Blade Runner? When I think of an attractive Ryan, I think of Ryan Reynolds. Sue me. He's, he's aging. He's not as hot as the Gosling. Doubt. No St- doubt. Strong doubt. Okay. There is no perfection <laughs> more than Ryan Reynolds. He's a good boy. So one Is thing he? that I was going to do before this podcast started was I was going to read Halo uh, Ghosts of Onyx in preparation for this podcast because uh, Taurus had read it uh, like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I did start it a few days ago, but I got massively distracted with whatever YouTube video was on. <laughs> and the YouTube video was three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just... I was like, well, I'm not going to complete the book (laughs) now. (laughs) So I was going to do a blanket tour of Halo books, for I have read a few. And I was wondering, what was your favorite Halo book, Taurus? Taurus. Oh, God. (laughs) Favorite Halo book. No, it's okay. Pronounce my name however you want. (laughs) 
my name's been mispronounced so many times i've just been like it's whatever you want it to be <laughs> do you have a bingo card for any time you're talking to someone new and it's like how, yeah, how yeah, many yeah. times will they pronounce my name differently yeah. terrace is the most common mispronunciation i've seen taras has anyone called you um, tauros i've seen tauros that's a pokemon um, i've seen I've seen Terra, and then those people are horribly disappointed when a woman doesn't meet them, and it's instead me. Wait, is Terra a real name? I thought Terra was just the name of a Kingdom Hearts character. It's the name of a Kingdom Hearts character. It's also the name of a woman. Uh, It's a female name. I've never met a Terra. And male people who are meeting me for interviews or whatever, they're horribly disappointed when they find out a Terra is not meeting them. Rather, it's a Terras, which is me. So what you're telling me is those people interviewing you have not done their research. And have not just not done their research. clicked a single video. <laughs> yeah. Very disappointed in them. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, as far as, oh god, okay, I am completely losing, what were we talking about? Halo book. I just had a stroke. I've, um, got the, I've got the note Halo book, and for some Halo reason, books. I have drawn a circle around it, and that's Halo the books. only thing um, that has a circle next to it, or around it. I'd say, yeah, Ghost of Onyx is close to being my favorite halo book i just think it was really good those 10 pages i read were riveting (laughs) (laughs) the thing about books so i have adhd so it's really hard for me to get into reading Mm. um but i know how my brain works so i can trick it the thing is i have to just keep reading and eventually i hit a it's almost like if you've stayed up over 24 hours you know how you hit that point where you almost catch a second wind yeah and now you can't go to sleep despite you being so tired it's like that with reading where if i just keep reading eventually i hit that point where now my brain can't disconnect from the book you know what i am extremely similar like i've been reading the halo uh, the greg bear trilogy mm-hmm. and when i oh, was gosh and they are good luck I've nearly finished the third one. (laughs) Um, Oh boy. I'm like a couple of chapters away from finishing it. But um, when I started reading them, my my eyes would just like fall off the page. But when I was was like three chapters in, I was like, yeah, now I'm feeling it. Now I can read. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. These words are just, they're fucking, they are firing into my my brain. Vividly hallucinating while taking in these words. I found the second book really hard to picture, and I don't know why. It's the only book I've ever read that I can't picture the things that, a lot of the things that are happening. The second book in general, I, I think it's paced very strangely, and I don't think it worked. Like, I get what they're trying to do. Mm. They're trying to kind of do a meta thing where it's like, oh, you got some characters on a Halo ring that are trapped there. <gasps> it's just like the first Halo game. But they but don't have floor. vehicles, so they're going to spend 200 pages walking. <laughs> just walking <laughs> and just talking about anything Greg Bear cared about at that moment. He's, like, using the characters as an excuse to babble incoherently about what he thinks the universe is. So because I've got um, repetitive strain injury, I can't hold a book open at the moment. 
but I bought the physical books. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm not going to buy the fucking books again, so I'm going to pirate the ebooks. <laughs> and I've, I've bought the books already, so I own them. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, the second book in the, the Forerunner trilogy, the pirated vision that I had was so badly uh, formatted that there were little bits where the sim- they, it would break up words with symbols, but it would be like the first bit of the word and the last bit of the word would be the right thing. So I had to, I had to teach myself to read around these symbols. <laughs> that is amazing. For 350 pages. That is incredible. Go me. <laughs> now, see, the best way to do that if you've got attention problems is get yourself a bin of Legos or a sketchbook or something and just be like a tiny little kid and your mom is reading to you only your mom is now an ebook i don't think my mom can read <laughs> i'm not kidding <laughs> do you want to elaborate that I was have... extremely fair <laughs> i have never seen my mom read anything okay. she only ever calls <laughs> i mean <laughs> My guy, I haven't ever seen my mom use the bathroom, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure she does, right? I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think my mom can read. I don't think England exists, because I've never been there. <laughs> but even, like, the texting thing, I'll text her, she'll call me. It's like she doesn't, and she always goes, what's up? <laughs> to be well, fair, I haven't talked to my mom in, like, four years, so... Maybe it's changed. <laughs> I was going to say, also, elderly people seem just just baffled by technology. That is true, but she does keep buying phones. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> this one isn't working for me. It doesn't read to me. I'll try the new one. <laughs> That's like, I my last phone, I was able to get it. It was an iPhone 4, and I was oh able God. to... Yeah, I was able to keep it alive long past its... And it, the iPhone 4 also, I just think, generally was the worst phone I have ever used. It was malfunctioning from day one. And it finally just shattered. Like, the screen had completely shattered and stuff inside of it got, got like, messed up. So I needed a replacement. I couldn't just fix it. And I just, like, out of spite, I still have the shattered phone. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm thinking of, like, laminating it or something. Almost like like stuffing a wolf that I had to hunt. Where I'm like, look who won in the end. That's really morbid. <laughs> yeah, but that phone sucked. My worst ever phone was this weird square Nokia phone that I had when I was, like, eight years old. So this was before uh, smartphones. It died because it fell out of my pocket onto a road and got ran over. <laughs> Um, <laughs> while I was on the like way to go feed some ducks, <laughs> a passion I still have. <laughs> you passionately feed the good it's ducks. It's true. Stoic has very good ducks. I, uh, well, I don't feed the ducks. Fuck the d- ducks. I feed the geese. I love geese. <laughs> the way they waddle, it's so cute. I have a cup that I fill with, with bird feed. And sometimes uh, when they feel, when they're really nice, I uh, I I get down on my knees and I feed them out of the cup. That's so sweet. I fucking love geese. I have so many pictures of geese on my phone. Do you? What are your opinions on avians as a whole? 
or just birds in general? I don't really. Yeah. I don't care for them. No. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I don't hate them. Like, I, I like, I'm one of the yeah. few people that like pigeons. We have a terrible bakery up in up in the Stoke uh, Town Centre called Pound Bakery. It's known for its cheap food. Um, so if I'm extremely hungry, uh, I will I will buy something there and I will eat as much as I can stomach because I don't want to spend any more money. And if I can't finish it, I'll feed it to the pigeons. Oh, yeah. And everyone hates pigeons. It's like it's not their fault they exist. It is. Oh I feel like God. we can all feel that these days. <laughs> there. The YouTube algorithm just being super weird. It's been recommending me videos on cockatoos, like the, the <laughs> crazy white birds with the head crest, and they're just like absolutely bonkers. I got like, recommended an entire YouTube wrong. channel about a man, an elderly American man who feeds raccoons. I am now subscribed. <laughs> that's yeah. That's you could. But on the topic of cockatoos. That was, like, my gateway drug into really liking birds. Because <laughs> cockatoos are basically a bird dog. Yeah, they're, they're very excitable. Yeah, they're crazy! <laughs> I, uh... I have, a, I have a cockatiel back in Wales. Oh my uh, god, like the, the little yellow squeaky one? This one's blue. Okay. Uh, her name is Robin. Uh, her f- full her full name is Robin with a Y. Her last name okay. is with a Y, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I named cleverly. <laughs> I will add. Uh, she <laughs> she is named credit? after the the girl that goes missing in the Tom and Jerry movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> she is a fucking cunt. Oh, okay. All right. Do you want to elaborate on that? That bird used to be the sweetest thing on the planet. It would sit on me. It would, it would like, just, like, be really happy. And then one day, nothing changed, I will add. I go, I go to my nan's, where it is, and I go, I go to, like, like, pet it like I normally do. And it Mm -hmm. just isn't having it. Bites me. And every time, every day since then... If I try to pet it, it bites me. Anytime it's let out of its cage, it tries to run away. <laughs> so it does the thing where they make that little angry dinosaur dinosaur screech. It clicks. It at clicks at you, and then it goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that adorable little. <laughs> no, not adorable. It's terrifying. <gasps> oh, Every... you think it's okay? Everyone is scared of that bird. My nan hates cleaning its cage. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen... My nan is, like, the loveliest woman. I've never seen her scared of anything. Apart from that bird. I thought she'd... I thought she couldn't be afraid. (laughs) Because I've never seen it. (laughs) I've heard the cockatiels, female ones at least, they kind of, like, become really mean after a while. Is it menopause? Do birds get menopause? I think they do, but in their weird bird way. <laughs> but yeah, but the the males I've heard are the ones that just want to make you happy and entertain you. Where the female, it's almost like they're fine when they're a baby, but then they hit a certain age, and that's when they're just like, "Piss off, please." It's what I get, get for naming her after a Tom and Jerry character. <laughs> Does she not yeah, know that probably... Tom and Jerry could talk in that movie? How much joy it brought me. Like that. <laughs> 
Which Tom and Jerry movie was that? The first. There's only one, isn't there? Like actual movie. No, there's. Oh no no no. Oh, I mean, like no, it's called no. the Tom and Jerry movie, isn't it? Oh, so okay, so it was the first one then. It's like the actual movie where they they leave the house and they they talk. There's like some musical numbers, I think, and there's like this girl that goes missing, and she's like the the dad, the daughter of some rich dad or something. Her face is on a milk card. I remember this. Tom and Jerry movie. It's a thing. Trust me. <laughs> no, I, I know it's a thing. I. I've seen a couple of Tom and Jerry movies, I'm ashamed to admit. I'm trying to remember. I think I know the one you're talking about, and I remember thinking that was very, very stupid. It's called Tom and Jerry the Movie. It's a 1992 animated musical comedy film based on the characters. (laughs) Comedy. (laughs) It was pretty funny. I laughed. Self-proclaimed comedy. (laughs) Oh, this article is about the 1992 film. For the upcoming film, see Tom and Jerry 2021. Oh yeah, everyone's everyone's like un- irrationally angry because Tom flosses in it. Tom d- Tom does a lot of things. Tom, have you ever watched Tom and Jerry? Tom has done so many things. Flossing is not one of the bad ones. Yeah, he tried to kill himself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tried to Do kill you... himself on a railroad. <laughs> Let him floss. He's clearly in a healthier mindset right now. If it makes him happy, who gives a shit? Also, like, Tom and Jerry is just... I feel almost like... I I watched a couple of Tom and Jerry clips recently, because obviously there's always the joke of, wow, Tom and Jerry is a lot more violent than you think, but... You're always laughing at it because you're remembering it, watching it, though. Now, you're like, oh, God... That's right, it was really... They're beating the snot out of each other with, like, metal rusty pipes. Yeah, but I feel like when it comes to Tom and Jerry, the the joke is that you know they can't die, so anything that happens... Or or really feel pain, unless you're... I guess Tom feels a lot of pain, but... (laughs) Tom is... Dude, Tom lusting! But, like, (laughs) all of... Everything comes back. It's... it's, Yeah. I I had this theory as a... As a kid, that I I did a presentation on that Tom and Jerry are stuck in hell, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like it's like they live in a hell loop where they have to keep fighting each other. I wonder though how many like sociopaths have been raised on Tom and Jerry and l- thought that like beating up animals was okay because Tom and Jerry did that. <laughs> oh yeah, they they had a pet mouse and then they were just I'm just gonna hit it with a mallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've dropped an anvil on my cat and it's dead. <laughs> Who put TNT under my chair? <laughs> Some of my favorite that. gags is when they'll like fall into like a hole or a crevice or something. Where they and... do the little kicky legs and then they fall down. Yeah, the kicky legs, and they'll pull themselves out, and their 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 skeletal structure has been like disfigured. Yeah, Tom and Jerry is pretty fucked up now that I think about it. It's really, really... <laughs> but it's like that slapstick kind of violence that you don't see anymore, where it's just like peaceful and serene, and then suddenly everyone breaks out into a fist fight for no reason. Yeah, I feel like slapstick comedy d- 
doesn't exist anymore, right? There's no, like, shows that really use it. There's no, like, hyper-violence, like, there used to be. Well, not like yeah, hyper-violence, well, not like Happy Tree Friends, because, dear God, <laughs> no more of that needs to exist. But, like, yeah, the most you'll get slapstick-wise is someone falling over, and that will be, like, the slapstick portion of a comedy or something. Yeah, like they slip on a banana peel. Yeah, it's they, not a full-on <laughs> visual comedy thing anymore. Yeah, yeah it's never, like, carefully construct Like, slapstick comedy it does require a lot of effort to pull off. Mm. You can't just start screaming and yelling because then you get Saturday Night Live and that's not funny. <laughs> American topical uh, <laughs> reference right there. <laughs> we we, yeah, we I, definitely know I, about Saturday Night Live. I made a Saturday Night Live type of joke there where I just did reference. Laugh, please. I thought that was Family Guy. <laughs> where's our laugh track? That Dear is, God, where's our laugh track? You remember that time that where I watched game. Saturday Night Live? Oh. <laughs> remember that time when Gary Busey stayed in our shed? It's like that kind of humor where you're just like, that's not a joke, though. I was watching a video on the Family Guy video game, uh, and Peter Griffin does those little, uh, remember that time, blah, blah, blah. And then they make a mini game about it. One of them is remember that time when I was black. Oh. And then oh. Peter Griffin black faces and does a, oh. a uh, very racist accent. And I was oh. like, well, imagine being this exists. Imagine being the voice actor. I don't know who. I don't, I don't think Seth MacFarlane cares. <laughs> was he? Was he doing the voice for the video game as well? Yeah, yeah, all the voices. But I mean, oh, most okay. of the voices in the show are Seth MacFarlane. Oh yeah, Seth MacFarlane is in love with himself. Of course, he did the voice in the video game. <laughs> People want me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, if it was someone else, imagine how awkward that would have been, going into like the recording booth and being like, "Okay, in your blackest voice possible, please in your butcher black- these lines." Well, the, 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 Please, the no. key to being a, like a skilled voice actor is that you can do the, the voice of your character doing an impression of somebody else. So it's, can you do your best Seth MacFarlane voice, but Seth MacFarlane is also doing a very <laughs> racist accent. And then that person has to go, not only can I do that, but I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been preparing for this my entire life. My entire life. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Is Family Guy still a thing? Yes, it's ongoing. They're still doing it. Yep. And people still watch it. Why? I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things like The Simpsons, where it's like, it's always yeah. on. So the people who watch TV still watch it. Whenever, yeah, I, yeah, I, whenever I, I watch I New Simpsons, it's because I'm curious what New Simpsons is doing. Because obviously it's not the same as Old Simpsons, otherwise everyone would still care about it. So I'm just like, how much has it gone down the drain? I will watch one episode and then be like, oh. The last time I watched The Simpsons was when, I I think I was in sixth form at the time, so this would have been like five or six years ago. And it was when they did that big PR thing where they were like, oh, Homer and Marge are going to actually break up for the first time. And I was like, I guess I'll watch it. And then they got together right at the end. So, Of course they did. It's like The Simpsons movie. That made me really sad when she was like, and I recorded over a wedding tape, homie! 
<laughs> and then he falls on the ice, on the, the ice thing and it breaks into a broken heart. So poignant. What? Okay, so I've I have Disney Plus because I had to see the second season of The Mandalorian. Okay, and you should watch WandaVision. Yeah, I'm waiting till that's completely done. Oh, but it's so much fun having to wait for another episode. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've been watching The Simpsons because I've never watched it before. Uh, I've always known that it existed, but I was just never interested. And now I am watching it, and I'm like, this is pretty good. So how do they mess it up? How does it get bad? The episodes become bits, basically. So... Mm. In the earlier series, they sort of told stories, stories. I guess. <laughs> and like, even if they're just tiny arcs, they would always have like a, a monorail comes to town. Good times are had with the monorail. But now it's like, okay, so Facebook is popular. Let's do an episode about Facebook. Oh no. Yeah. One of my favorite things about TV shows is TV shows, especially because in The Simpsons, the characters do not age, but the world is somehow aging with them. Yep. Yeah, and that's like a really weird thing if you keep watching The Simpsons and it's like we need to be topical, we need to be topical but our characters are still from 1999 <laughs> like for example, Homer still works at a nuclear power plant Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. like that should be a hydroelectric facility by now yeah um, and it's one of those really weird things but I would prefer it if The Simpsons was stuck in its era you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know what you mean. Like, keep, keep that technology, give them flip phones, not smartphones. Hmm. It's like, I don't know if you watched um, the Powerpuff Girls <laughs> revival. Uh, I have not watched the revival. But that was that was a really weird thing where it's like, these characters that are so obviously 90s characters with 90s sensibilities now have to deal with the modern world. <laughs> That's no, 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 no. Yeah. Please don't. It's like when they keep trying to make Die Hard movies, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, McLean, deal with hacking. <laughs> and it's like, but I am a forty-five-year-old man. Bruce Willis just looks like he wants to get drunk in a ditch somewhere. He looks like he doesn't want to be there. Have you ever seen the one show interview for of Bruce Willis for what was the the fifth Die Hard movie called? A Die Hard to Good Day. A good day to die hard? Is that I thought that was four, whatever. Although the fourth one over here is called something different. It's called like Die Hard 4.0 for some reason. <laughs> die hardening. <laughs> but in, in that interview, he they're like asking him questions and he's like, Yeah. <laughs> he's so sad. He's like looking at the floor and he's like, Yeah. They're like, Was it fun, Bruce? Like, yeah. They have is it, is it Bruce Willis energy it, drinks over here. Was that the the famous interview where they ask him something along the lines of, like, do you think they're going to make another? And he just responds sadly with, it wouldn't surprprise me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that one, I've seen that clip online. <laughs> yes. It's like, they've all the videos of it are, like, super cutted to, like, take out the most of the pauses. But it's like, well, on TV, it was like a five-minute interview. <laughs> and he is so sad. He's just the walking dead Bruce Willis. 
Like that man, he's not. He's ready for the long sleep. I I saw a trailer for a sci-fi movie he was in. Uh, uh, Have you seen it too? That, yeah, I was surprised they got him in a fucking costume. I was like, how? Maybe they didn't. <laughs> they just superimposed his head. Yeah, that's what it looks like on the poster. I don't think that's his body. I I, I I watched the trailer and it does look like he's put something over his clothes. So well, the, the, yeah, I I think I think he was like, well, I'm putting it on, but I'm not getting undressed to get in like the full costume. I'm just gonna put this on what I've got. You did you CGI <laughs> to remove the the brown stained sweatpants he was wearing. <laughs> He's wearing his like uh, beer stained wife beer. <laughs> I don't know what those I don't know what those vests are called, but that's what they call like them. The white here. the white vests. Yeah, the white yeah, yeah, vests definitely. with like the 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 lines oh, down them. They're like cotton. We do not call them wife beaters anymore. Over here, they're definitely called wife beaters. Rock. Yeah, we're behind the they times. Used, you, they used to be called that, and I think collectively everyone was like, "Hang on, wait a minute." Because I think they call the deadbeat vest now. In America, you can get away with wearing them and being attractive. Over here, uh, first off, no one is attractive, and B, <laughs> the only people who wear them are people who beat their wife. I, I was gonna say. I don't agree that you can wear them while being attractive here in the United States. <laughs> I think anything looks good if you're you're ripped enough. If you're hot enough, yeah, I yeah. guess. There is a you do run the risk though of being just too hot, looking like <laughs> of a douchebag. Yeah. Oh, if you're yeah. too ripped. It's a very fine line, but it is possible. It's a fine line between attractive and douchebag. <laughs> There's a lot of attractive douchebags out there, though. Physically, yeah, I not not. Uh, I I also take personality into account, but I can I can eye up a good hunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, video games. Yeah, yeah, video games. There was one more Halo question I wanted to ask, uh, and then we can get on to video game news, which is. Something we do do on this show, and that was um, <laughs> I. You know what? I always laugh at doo doo, and I watched a video of yours, which was uh, maybe a couple months ago, where you laughed uh-huh. at doo doo, and I was like, we definitely need to get him on the podcast. <laughs> That's why I started laughing because you did the same. <laughs> you're not even laughing at the word; you're laughing at the fact that you chuckled at even for. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, as soon as it comes out of your mouth, you're like, shouldn't have said that. Someone's going to laugh. And then you start laughing because you know someone else is going to laugh. <laughs> you're just like, I'm an adult. Why do I laugh at that? I'm 23 years old and I went to higher education. Doo-doo is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Poopy. <laughs> you know, uh, what... Uh, one time, I did see someone shit their pants uh, in, an, in a local supermarket, and I just did, I turned to my brother, who was maybe eleven at the time, and I went, "You see that? You do need." <laughs> and that's one of that's one of my funniest memories. <laughs> that was the same month I saw someone do a dead drop at the same supermarket. <laughs> 
But was it the same guy who doo-dooed? I don't think he doo-dooed. Maybe that was what the dead drop was. It was spare clothes. It's a very different kind of dead drop. <laughs> kind that you smell before you see. <laughs> we are all adults. Oh, my stomach. Oh, oh my god. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Those damn Americans. <laughs> children um one thing that i i was thinking about when i was like what can we talk to the halo youtuber about that is halo yeah. uh and i was remembering a fake leak that went around a few years ago and it was halo grave mind <laughs> okay and i was like i Damn. was really hoping you were just gonna say halo gravy i don't <laughs> care what it is but i want some <laughs> halo gravy <laughs> Low themed gravy. What it just like falls out in little halo ring shapes. What just like could you imagine how fucking pathetic that would be if they double fridge? XP with halo gravy? It's like <laughs> it's so monster gravy. energy but inside the can it's just gravy. You unlock <laughs> you <laughs> like just the master chief on a brown bottle of gravy. He's riding a covenant gravy boat. <laughs> I don't even know what was in your fucking head. <laughs> like just every like master chief themed dish detergents <laughs> like just mundane outsider <laughs> master chief mold remover master chief windex <laughs> kills 99.9% .9 of germs not including the flood <laughs> master chief gravy <laughs> that I think is awesome I mean, Halo's been doing some fucking weird promotions recently, right? Oh. They got they got their Taco Bell. They got their Butterfinger. I don't even know what the fuck a Butterfinger is. They don't sell them over here. I think it's just chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when they first invented chocolate. <laughs> I always hated it. <laughs> My great nan looked like that worm. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was talking to my girlfriend about it recently. I was like, my great nan when she was alive reminded me of the worm from SpongeBob. And my nan looked like the her daughter because she had the exact same perm. She was like a mummy. <laughs> she was old. <laughs> anyway, Halo Gravemind was a was a leak a fake leak horror game. Where it was pretty much, I think that the leak was that it would be Halo, it would be Alien Isolation, but Halo. And that sounded so fucking cool to me. I'm so sad it was not real, even though I knew it was not real as soon as it made the rent. See, I, yeah. I could only think of a Halo horror game knowing nothing about Halo, in that it would be about the flood and kind yes. of more like Resi Seven. Uh, kind yeah, of like everything's a bit infected and a bit creepy but i just feel like alien isolation you just want to have a big fuck off assault rifle and just murder everything well you see i like variety 
<laughs> uh, and I was when I was thinking about this, there was a scene from a Halo live action movie that oh, was no. that was pretty bad. Which one? Which one? It was the one that was supposed to uh, market Halo Four. It was called Halo Forward Unto Dawn. Yeah, which I stupidly one's... bought, oh. pre-ordered oh. alongside my copy of Halo Four. Uh, and I believe the movie came out like afterwards, so it <laughs> took, uh, or maybe it came out before. I'm I'm not quite sure, but um, there was one scene in that thing where everyone's hiding, and there's an elite that's like stomping down the hallway, and it is the only well done thing in that entire ninety minute mini series. I think it is. Yes. And it's like, oh, elites are pretty scary when they're nine foot tall, and you are just weak human. Yeah, well, if even a grunt, like grunts, are the size of a small <laughs> adult. Yeah, my my girlfriend loves the grunts, and I was like, I got like like a like an AR thing on my phone, and it's like you can put like an emperor penguin in your living room, and it shows it like you how big it is, and I was like, this is how big a grunt is, <laughs> and she, was, I was like, that grunt is taller than you. <laughs> is it so yeah, cute? Like it like, wherever you're recording, like, look at the door. If a grunt bursts through that door right now, you would not be able to get out of the room alive before it <laughs> mauls you. Like, grunts are gigantic. But you are even taller. You are big human. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking about if there's any Halo spin-off game, in, uh, specifically in a different genre, that you would like to see as Microsoft needs to pad out their Game Pass library. Well... <laughs> I'm, that's a very diplomatic way to put it. <laughs> it's, I, it's hard to say because Halo, I think I also tie Halo to its game mechanics. Like Halo, yeah. as well as being a setting, is also a very specific set of rules in a first-person shooter. So I don't, oh, man. Okay. Um, people love Halo Wars. People really like Halo Wars. Um, maybe having a halo game that is like so i've been recently playing operation trebuchet yes the i love that video i do think the halo community is full of enough science fiction nerds <laughs> who know the ins and out of outs of that universe like the back of their hand i do think there is an audience for a halo milsim game okay like military simulation game where it's like three four three don't worry about a story don't worry about any of that. Create a set of disgustingly in-depth gameplay mechanics that are hyper-realistic and then just release it to the community with mod support and let them make content for it. That would be pretty would, sweet. Yeah, people would absolutely eat that up. They'd be entertaining themselves for years like Arma has been doing with its community. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like if there's a Halo spin-off game, they also need to make it work on consoles. And I don't yeah, know if also... armor works with a controller very well. It, it a controller can be used with it. I don't know <laughs> if it works. You gotta get the fucking well. steel battalion controls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that you know what you saying saying something like steel battalion. I think a flight sim. I was gonna say might... like a flight sim or space combat thing in same yeah, could... similar vein to like. Uh, the Star Wars game that recently came out? Squadrons? Yeah, like that kind mm. of scope 
for a, a Halo st- space game. I'd, I'd, I'd love that. I'm saying, like, even you could go even further in depth where it's like, imagine trying to actually, like, your goal is to transport a group of four Marines from this side of the map to the other side of the map, and here's a pelican, and it handles realistically, figure out how to get it to work. Well, Microsoft has Microsoft Flight Sim, so you just need some really, like, dedicated modders or a, a dev team to put in Halo vehicles, because I'm sure they'll, like, slap Chief's face on that and sell it for 10 quid as DLC. <laughs> Oh, the the Microsoft Flight Sim store is so disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> oh, very expensive. It's already full of like "fuck you, give me money" like crazy expensive things. Yeah, it's like um, the way that Microsoft Flight Simulator has always worked is that third party companies make their own products for it, and this time they've integrated that into the game. So third party companies uh, will just upload their stuff, and a lot of it is really low quality stuff like there's this one company that's ported their stuff from flight sim x hmm. which came out in like 2006 yeah. uh, um check. and they've put that stuff in the new flight simulator to the point yes. where it looks worse than the assets that are already in there that's not good and they're charging like 20 pounds for it it's gross Makes that's disgusting um I'd like a Halo, uh, like a little management sim, like a, <laughs> not like a, not like, uh, like Sim City, but UNSC Colony. Ki- yeah, kind of like that. I've, I was tra- I was trying to think of like you know like the management stuff in like Crusader Kings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like a big old game of Risk or something. Yeah, kind of like Risk, but like in Crusader Kings, it's like so random what can happen. You know what I mean? Mm. so it's like obviously it wouldn't be a canon thing but I'd like it to be like anything and everything that happens in the Halo universe can happen in this one random game and you just have to deal with whatever bullshit comes your way (laughs) although they probably wouldn't put like the incest and stuff in (laughs) (laughs) hopefully I'm pretty sure that's illegal in 2552 whatever year we're in now what year? What yeah, year prob- is it in Halo now? It's uh, twenty five sixty, I think. I don't know how many years are between Halo three and four. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think I am? Hidden Xperia? Is that the one? Is I that like the one ha- who makes the law? I don't know. Like, I love Halo. I love Halo so much, but I don't love it so much that I'm going to remember <laughs> fake dates that aren't real. There are some people who uh, are so into that that it kind of scares me. I knew someone... Those... Do you... Alex, do you remember Tom? My uh, old flatmate. Vaguely, yes. So he had a brother called Ed. Ed right. had never played any Halo game that wasn't Halo 3. Mm-hmm. But he not only knew the lore off the back of his hand, but he printed in school all of Halopedia. Oh. oh my god. And he he came into my, my uni dorm when I was I was a wee uni student and I was playing Halo Reach, maybe? And Halo Reach was old at that point, so I was getting my mm. ass kicked. And I was on the map that was, I think it's called Sword Base or Oni Sword Base. Yeah. And he was talking to me about the lore of this base. 
and I was like, it's a fucking multiplayer map. Leave me alone. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, can I borrow your Xbox? And I was like, why? He's like, I need to play Halo. This is my one chance. <laughs> I need to play Halo. Yeah, and this was before Halo Reach was like on the Master Chief collection, so I just gave him my copy of the Master Chief collection to play as somebody else's Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all he did for the four days he was there. <laughs> pretty good. It's a powerful series. Halo is a pretty powerful series. Yeah. He was one of those kids that was like, Halo 4 sucks. And I was like, you've never played it. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but I know it sucks. And he was playing it. I've he got was this like, feeling. <laughs> he was playing it. He was like, I know exactly which level comes next, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's, it's a weird. It's a weird world. <laughs> Halo Four is a weird game. It is, but it's a game that I really like. For re- well, I don't actually like Halo 4's multiplayer at all. I hate it. Uh, I'm like the opposite of Halo with Halo 4 than I am Halo 5. <laughs> I will say I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to playing Halo 4. Because the lore you. to me just goes sideways, and I love it. Because I, <laughs> yeah. like, from the distance I view loads of games at, I'm just, like, interested in the lore. Yeah. And to see Halo okay. 3 being dudes fighting big alien dudes, I'm just like, yeah, fine. I don't give a shit, whatever. And then in Halo 4, suddenly there's just other dudes who are, like, ancient beings. And I'm just like, what the fuck happened here? It's really weird, actually. <laughs> I need actually, to figure out what happened in this. I have to actually play the video game. I've been re-watching uh, Red vs. Blue because uh, I'm I'm stuck, still stuck in my fucking house. And I need to... <laughs> I, I've, I've crippled my hands and I need to find a way to relive the glory <laughs> days of me being able to do things that I liked doing. So I've been rewatching Red vs. Blue, and weirdly enough, that show also jumps the gun <laughs> in pretty much the same ways that Halo has. So oh, in- getting stupid really fast at the drop of a hat. Yeah, they did time travel in like season oh, no. 16 or something. Um, oh no. And then I actually, like I said earlier, I like making myself angry. Um <laughs> And I, I don't know why. I, I have a really um, bad relationship with myself. And <laughs> I watched the newest season of Red vs. Blue, which is called Red vs. Blue Zero. Oh. And it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a terrible show in and of itself that its relationship to what was... Well, you know, what was a, a dwindling show in both quality and population but also a beloved show like yeah. like things can be bad and still be loved like the simpsons <laughs> but this is a new series oh <laughs> it's uh it's unapologetically trash has it killed it in the community because i've seen nothing quite like uh game of thrones in oh, pop it's... culture it's Where, worse like, than Game, Game of, Thrones. of Thrones was, like, massively adored. Yeah. And then Season 8 came out. Season yeah. 8 or Season 7? Season 8. Season 8. And now it's, it's like, nobody likes Game of Thrones. No. And it's just it's... like, how can you do such a 180 from being, like, 
a culture powerhouse to everyone hates this now. Well, yeah, it's like the new Star Wars as well, The Rise of Skywalker. I don't think I've ever seen a piece of media that was so bad that it retroactively made good stuff bad as well. Uh, Taurus, are you a fan of The Last Jedi? I am a fan of The Last Jedi because I appreciate what it sought out I to do. I love The Last Jedi. I adore okay. that movie. Uh, were you like when I asked you that question? You were like, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to think of the best way to put it because I don't think it was the correct movie to make, but I also don't think it is a bad movie. I think, in fact, uh, the worst part about the Last Jedi now is what the Rise of Skywalker did, yeah. because the Last Jedi was a super interesting middle chapter, and what it set up could have been very interesting mm -hmm. the idea of like okay the sith suck also the jedi really suck as well as the prequels taught us yeah it makes total sense that luke's attempt at reviving the jedi order would also fail like guys the jedi order sucks we need a balance between the two and i don't know why people were surprised about this this is a really big sci-fi trope to the fact that it is in halo as well the idea of like like uh, re history repeating itself cyclical events yeah, cyclical. Mm. like yeah. we have in halo we've got the precursors then the forerunners and then like humanity and the and the covenant and while you know it kind of muddies things in, <laughs> in the law in greg bear's trilogy of books <laughs> <laughs> um it is the idea that not only were the forerunners wiped out, but what came before them were wiped out as well. And that's why you're fighting in the Halo series. You also don't want to be wiped out. That would suck. Uh, that wouldn't be very good. <laughs> and Star Wars has... Precursors are very cool, but it's very silly that... Remember the ancient alien forerunners? Well, those forerunners have forerunners. But I, again, I think it is... It's that, it's that thing of... You know, like Prometheus, where they want to find out what their creators are. It's yeah. like every, every, everybody wants something to come before them. And it, it makes sense that if this race of beings wiped out all life on the galaxy, there is something that could have come before that obviously in the mainline Halo games there would be next to no uh, evidence of because it, they wiped out all organic matter. <laughs> it's... I agree there, except for the fact that they're called Precursors, which is like, we already have Forerunners, we need another name for Ancient Alien. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't, isn't Precursor the Forerunner name for them? It's not their own name, yeah. right? Well, Whereas the Forerunners the... call themselves Forerunners. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. very stupid. <laughs> that's very dumb that the Forerunner, like, I get why it's supposed to be like, oh, it's an egotistical pride thing. I'm like, no, it's just really dumb. Yeah, you're saying them. that you came before when you know you did not come before. <laughs> it, it's it's just like uh people call them forerunners in the halo games so also the same alien race millions of years ago called themselves for it's like no they'd have their own term for their own race don't call them forerunners in halo in halo one does guilty spark ever call them forerunners does he call them forerunners because he only calls them reclaimers I... right he calls you reclaimers yeah, but he thinks and... you are one of them right yeah yeah because of the weird armor because apparently the armor yeah. 
technology came before as well. <laughs> I think guilty, yeah, guilty spark does call them forerunners or, or chuckus <laughs> or chuckus if you're dumb. Um, now chuckus is fine. I actually it's, really it's... like the story of guilty spark. I think it's one of the most interesting stories of the Halo universe. It is very cool. I am very of the sad. opinion that the silly AI that hums to itself did not need this like marvel cinematic universe-esque <laughs> backstory wait until uh, you get to his wandavision book <laughs> yeah like, guilty spark could have just been an ai but i get it like as a franchise ages its lore becomes dumber and dumber and more complex yeah i watched uh star trek picard <laughs> wow okay. <laughs> Yeah, if we're going to talk about dumber and dumber and more complex, making it dumber than, yeah, Star Trek. <laughs> modern Star Trek doesn't even know the lore of modern Star Trek, so that's fine. Yeah. God, I hate Man, that. modern modern Star Trek makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I recently watched uh, all three seasons of the original series, and I've, I've, I've discovered that Star Trek has about six stories... That it tells that over and over good. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's usually yeah they 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 have no budget as a TV show, so they stumble across whatever set or costumes yeah. somebody else will, like. <laughs> we stumbled upon a Wild West planet, or like that weird <laughs> that weird fucking episode where it's like, oh yeah, the Nazis were super efficient. So we we modeled our entire planet off the Nazis, and it's like, did you not? Did you not? Just read the end of that book? Do you not know what happened? <laughs> you lost. Yeah. I say modern Star Trek is really bad, but that's not to say that Star Trek was ever... I think Star Trek was always good in fleeting moments. Oh, yes. Um, there are... I uh, people people said that the movies of Star Trek, like the original movies of Star Trek, were really bad. But they are the best Star Trek original like series content there is by far. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should get onto news. Oh, are we still talking about Halo? <laughs> uh, well, there is a there is a Halo news story that was <gasps> I think Monday, and that was that Halo Infinite Sandbox is ninety percent complete. I saw, th so that's, that is an interesting news story because the people who reported on that were kind of irresponsible and framed it in like a really weird hyperbolic way. Lewis, what did you do? I wrote what they said in the article. In the, in the yeah, the, I would not, there were a couple of 343 people who were like, what are you guys doing? Like, stop, who were replying to that. It's, it's like, it was more along the lines of like, yeah, where aspects of the sandbox are moving on to like testing, like generic game development stuff. Yeah, and then well, all the, well, it's even then they, they, even if you take a, exactly what they said as being extremely literal, which I hope people didn't do, like even when writing articles about it, I, I feel like most people know that that means things are boxed out when mm. it's 90% yeah. complete. The sandbox is 90% complete, not the game. Mm, um, right. But even then, they're like, we're doing visual changes. <laughs> we're going to be replacing assets. <laughs> That's going to take a long time. 
I mean, I would hope people yep. are a lot more like respectful of game development times after the, Cyberpunk the now, <laughs> where you where yeah, after... hopefully more people are realizing that games can take a long time to make, even in like the stages of oh, this game looks complete or has been complete for mm. like six months. It's still unplayable, but it's technically all there. Well, yeah, when it comes to Cyberpunk, with... we've got that. We, we're in this weird period right now where people who are egging them on to release the game are defending the state that it's in. I spend a lot of time in Cyberpunk comment sections. Because, um, <laughs> oh no. It makes me laugh quite Cause, a lot. Because you like feeling angry. It, I'm not even angry at Cyberpunk. I'm just really sad about it. Um, I haven't played it. I'm probably not going to. And if I do play it, I'm going to play the unpatched version for shits and giggles. Um, <laughs> um, I think didn't you say you were going to send me your base Xbox One? <laughs> oh yeah. If if you get a like a base Xbox One copy. If I get a base Xbox One copy, I get a next gen copy. So. Ooh. Yeah. I still have my 2013 Xbox One. Do you have a day one edition? Yeah, day one edition. Um, I'm currently holding on to it. It's borderline unusable now. It takes like 30 minutes to turn on. Um, I hate that's that an exaggeration. Yeah, the Xbox One console was a very, very bad video game console. I but... only bought it for the Master Chief Collection. I bought it for University and Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, remember when we were told by our fucking uh, games, <laughs> our games teacher, that we had to own both consoles because we would be getting review codes for our journalism shit and then we never got a single review code and i spent 250 pounds i didn't have on a ps4 (laughs) oh did you at least play bloodborne uh i'm not very good at souls games but i did play bloodborne i just didn't beat it Uh, it's a very very good video game it is i wish (laughs) i wish i was good enough because i love the combat in dark souls but i'm just not good enough <laughs> yeah and obviously my attention span is all over the place so i yeah. never end up going back to them but i played uncharted 4 i thought that was terrible um well okay i'm not crazy then <laughs> no that game is awful I, I okay i won't say it's awful i know why they're popular but man oh, I naughty love... dog games are not for me i love uncharted 2 um, a part of that okay. is nostalgia, but I, I genuinely think it's the best Uncharted game. It's very well paced. The set pieces there don't take 40 fucking minutes. Like, there's like this one set piece. I think it's like the main one in Uncharted 4 where it's the car one where you're driving through yeah. the city and then you're like dragging onto the... It takes so it's... long to complete... <laughs> Was that the one where, like, everyone was pretending that, like, Nathan Drake, like, putting the windscreen down was, like, this really impressive level? It's, like, it's just an animation that happens sometimes, guys. It's not... I've seen so many games do that. I'm gonna have to look at PS4 exclusives, because I'm not sure what I played. I played all of the Yakuza games, um, and they are brilliant. Uh, It was worth buying the PlayStation. But I only bought them because uh, there was a funny gif on Twitter of Kiryu picking up a phone. And I was like, I'm, I'm bored this week, I'll get that one. I think I know the the picking up the phone animation and I love it. Oh, I played Is the last the one where he like, uses his foot. Where he what now? Uses his foot. He like kicks it up into the air, right? No, no, no. He's like in a serious, he's like phone dating. 
I think, or he's like in, his phone. In sex. Yakuza Zero, he's yeah. being a detective to find someone who's like a call girl. Is yeah. that the right word? Okay. And yeah, I think he's so. in like the parlor to do that. And when he's going through the numbers, you just get this like super over the top <laughs> animation of him pretty simply like just picking up the phone and putting it to his ear. But it's just okay. so like over the it's beautiful. I love it so much. Have, have you played any Yakuza games? Oh no, I've seen enough of them to where I am very interested, you... but I need serve time. You should I was definitely so play for Like Zero. a Dragon. Oh, Like a Dragon we, is really good. Since you guys are experts, I'm very intimidated also because it seems to be a very long series. Yeah. Which one do I start with? Or do I play in release order? Um, I would say uh, start with Zero because um, it was it was a prequel, but it's also the start of like the modern Yakuza games. Is it, though, like Halo Reach, where, yes, it's a prequel to Combat Evolved, but I would argue play Combat Evolved first, because Reach is more of a mechanical sequel to Halo 3. No, because Yakuza 1's kind of bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you, the, the first Yakuza game, which they remastered as uh, Yakuza Kiwami, um, that game is literally the PS2 game with new combat and graphics. And okay. the PS2 story, you might as well just watch it. And this is as someone who loves Yakuza. <laughs> um, it will, it's a game that is spread far too long for the content that is in it. Gotcha. Uh, and then when it comes to Yakuza Kiwami 2, that is also a weird one because that uses the combat system of Yakuza 6, which is a completely different combat system. <laughs> okay. But also the remake... I played the PS2 version of 2 because Kiwami 2 wasn't out yet. And I thought that was archaic, but also really good. Uh, and then 3, 4, and 5, they are the same combat system as 0. And then 6 is different. Okay. Uh, but I'd say start with 0. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can, get, you can get it really cheap in like a Steam sale as well. So that's good. Uh, some of them are on Game Pass, or at least one of them's on Game Pass, or two of them. I think. A, I think a lot of them are on Game Pass, but I don't know how many are on. I think all of them, apart from seven, are on Game Pass. Three, five, four, and Remastered Collection are the most recently added ones. Are they on PC as well? Uh, on PC Game Pass, yeah. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. So there's at least some. If you own Game Pass, you can play as much as you want and not pay extra money. <laughs> Uh, what else did I play on the PS4? I played uh, The Last Guardian. How was that? It was okay. <laughs> All right. Um, a really, really good final third. But the way that the game... Obviously, the game is based around you uh, teaching this weird dog-bird hybrid thing to uh, listen to you and bonding with it. But that makes for some pretty frustrating gameplay. <laughs> Oh, so like the mechanics are you have to rely on something that's inherently non-reliable. Yep. <laughs> that's interesting. It, it is, is certainly a choice. <laughs> it is a is a beautiful game as well. It's really gorgeous. But when it came out, it ran like shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if they ever fixed it. Probably not. Uh, I played God of War. That was and good. I have as well. That is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I got really annoyed at it because of 
okay. its story is like, go here, you can't go here, go somewhere else and try and go back. And then it's like, oh, you can't go here again. Go back. And then go back again. <laughs> and I was like, for okay. fuck's sake. See, see, that's interesting because I'd say that wasn't the story. The story was about the bond. I know. With, what's it, I know. The but actual I like journey. This. I like the story. I just don't like that they tried to go through the same bridge multiple times. And okay, I was right. like, just go a different way. <laughs> <laughs> even Find if a it, different bridge. Even if it takes longer, you can do... You are a god. <laughs> and you can't get to this fucking mountain. Well, he's an elderly god. Yeah, but some would say... Kratos is a boomer. Some would say that he's <laughs> aged gracefully. Kratos? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's he looks pretty good. He looks a lot age. better now than he did on the PS2, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's got paws. He does. He's got beard. He didn't have beard in <laughs> beard. He didn't have beard before. Now he's got one. He he did have beard though. Did he? It was just like a crappy PS2 beard. I thought it he was just... it was like really close to his face, wasn't it? It was like a short It, it was like it. it was like a douchebag goatee. Yeah. Oh. Wait, like a soul yeah, patch? It was... Yeah, <laughs> it was like a douchebag soul patch. I'm here to take your soul and its patch. <laughs> I think you're the only person who thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. <laughs> you're right, he does have a beard. He has a much yeah. shittier beard, though. Yeah. What, that's... About, what about on the PSP? Does he have a beard there? That's a prequel. On the PSP, he barely has a face on the PSP. He does have a beard in the PSP version. Oh, Little boy. Little boy with the ashes of his family painting him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why doesn't, like, little... Yeah, did you notice, like, little Atreus, he also has gray skin? Oh, that is... No vitamin D, he's been trapped in the house. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's no vitamin D. I was like, that's really weird. He was like, Dad, my bones hit. <laughs> I've got severe joint pain. Dad, I've got asthma. <laughs> Dad. Well, don't, don't go near my, my dust skin. <laughs> Dad, can you put that tree down and come help me? I can't breathe. <laughs> no, son, I'm benching. Yeah, like, I, I think that's... Okay, I get why in universe, but for the longest time, I thought his kid was just had like asthma or something. I was like, "Man, Kratos has some fucked up genetics." If his immediate offspring just has asthma, that's that's what happens when he uh, he opens Pandora's box at the end of God of War three and sinks Greece. <laughs> and, then, with his, and then he goes, his son, "I guess Mailer. I'll have a family in Norway." <laughs> Yeah. Um, more news. Stadia's dead, or Stadia St Development Studios are dead. Yeah, they closed every first-party Stadia studio. I didn't know yeah, there you... were first-party Stadia studios. Yeah, they had two, but they acquired uh, multiple others, and I don't know if they're also included in this, because they weren't listed. Hmm. But I imagine, I yes, feel... they were. I feel bad for the devs. Like, you're sought out by Google and convinced to leave your job and join this new thing, and then a year later, they're like, fuck you, pack up your office. Yeah. And uh, 
the the weird thing is like people are like oh well I I saw actual comments on Twitter that were like well they were taking too long to release their game. So, yeah, and it's like Stadia's been around for what two years, barely. Yeah, barely two years. And do you think games are willed into existence? <laughs> and how long it takes to set up a studio as well? These studios were announced. Production which... can last seven months That's if you're lucky. <laughs> But they um, they barely had enough time to get their studio off the ground, let alone make a game that is not only like a first-party ex- AAA exclusive, but also they had to make games. Like, the pitches for their games were like, you have to do something that is only possible with streaming. And someone said Crackdown 3, and both studios were closed down. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> But, yeah, um, no. like, Xbox is the initiative. They've been around for, like, three years, right? They've only just announced their game. Yeah. Games take a long time. Mm. Games take a long time, and they take even longer when your management doesn't know what they're doing or doesn't have a vision. Yeah. Which Stadia did not have a vision. They... They knew what they wanted before they knew how to get what they wanted. And now the technology's out of date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the I know I know like teraflops are not everything, but they uh their their GPUs in their serv uh, in their servers are lower spec than the PS5. And I don't it's think just... they support ray tracing, because Cyberpunk doesn't have it. It's just a stupid idea. Like well, who is that for? <laughs> Stadia community <laughs> have a oh, bone man. to pick with you, Taurus. The Stadia community—they're weird. Have you ever visited their subreddit? I I do frequently. Uh, and <laughs> let, let me tell you of the time when we wrote about when so Stadia launched, uh, and it's exclusive to the. It was exclusive to the Chromecast Three or the Chromecast Ultra, and it was overheating them and killing them. Mm-hmm. And I got so much vitriol of them being like, "Well, it hasn't destroyed mine." It's like it's like when it's like when PC gamers are like, "Well, it works fine on my PC," so you yeah. must be lying. Yeah, when like a bad PC port releases, they're like, "What runs fine for me? Therefore, it runs fine for everybody." It's like when Cyberpunk launched, people were like, "I cannot get this game to run," and they were like, "Well, it works fine for me." And then someone discovered that the first ever patch for cyberpunk in the config files they had set limits on like how much ram they could use to the same limits as the xbox one (laughs) 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 but um stadia's community is so fucking ramp like rabid rabid that's the word i was trying to get out when Cyberpunk yeah, launched on it, they were like, oh, yeah, we've got the best version of Cyberpunk. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Yep. I feel bad about Cyberpunk because I was not excited about the game. I More like overwhelmed, where I was like, oh, God, there's it's going to be so complex, even more than New Vegas. I <laughs> couldn't possibly play through it this year. I'll wait till it goes on sale and then get deeply immersed. And the game came out and it was like, no, it's closer to Fallout 4. You just go to a place, shoot some guys and get a gun with higher numbers and do that over and over again until the story's over. I talked about this on the, the last episode of the Gamescast, but I was lucky enough to um, see Cyberpunk 
in a in a press demo at EGX in really? London, and I I snuck a friend in there. Uh, Al, I, I Alex was at the same event, but I don't think you saw it, right? No, I was I was not the friend that was snuck in. No, I snuck you into the uh, Avengers thing instead. You did. Which was, hey, I'm here with this guy. Is he also allowed in? And they went, oh, we guess. <laughs> but he won't be able to play the game. And then some other person from the press was like, well, I'm not playing the game. So Alex played it. <laughs> that was such a weird, like, interaction that we had. Um, but I saw Cyberpunk... And I was we me and my friend came out of the demo, which by the way, we weren't allowed to play it. We got to watch it, which is uh -oh. uh, a red flag. And we were red like flag. we were like, Wow, that game looked really buggy. And obviously it was a pre release thing, so we expected it to be buggy, but it was really buggy. And the mission that they showed, which I think is still in the game, was also not interesting. <laughs> is it go to a place to shoot the lads? Oh, but this was back when they had the spider arms uh, in the game, which they took out so they, they could climb walls. The spider... The, all I know about that game is the spider arms. You can't climb Since walls anymore. They took it out for design reasons. There's just no... They revealed the game as a lady with spider arms, and there's no spider arms? You can have the spider arms, but I think they're just weapons now. Yeah, they're just a... a stabby, stabby. Thing. Yeah. And also, it's melee so combat's weird. really bad in that game, so you probably yeah. don't want to use them. Of course it is. Yeah, the combat just didn't look good in that game. Yeah, well, they announced that they would, like, a couple months before it came out, that they were completely redoing the melee combat before launch. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they did. <laughs> um, but they did the same thing on The Witcher 3, right? They were like, everyone was like, the combat's bad. And they were like, oh, well, here's a completely different combat system. That was also bad? No, I no, think it Witcher was better. No, Witcher 3's good. Well, I don't know. Some, some people still say that The Witcher 3 combat sucks, but I think it's fine. It's fine. It's carried by the story, but it's fine. Hmm. Uh, but when, yeah, when say, we I saw don't... Cyberpunk, we, we thought that it looked pretty crap. Uh, and the more that I kept hearing about the game, the more I was less interested. I was like, well, <laughs> I can't play games at the moment anyway, so I'm not going to play it. <laughs> um, and then when it came out, I was watching all these videos like, these are the exact same issues that we saw a year and a half ago. The exact uh, same bugs are here. They haven't been changed. Like, they haven't been fixed at all. Okay. And it's such a weird thing. It's like you had a year and a half of time, but obviously you didn't have time to bug fix it because your management was so up shit creek that <laughs> you didn't even have time to finish saying, the game. You're saying you agree with everybody's issues. What you do not agree with is the shock. The what? <laughs> the shock. Or the surprise. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with all of you. What I don't agree with is you. You were all dumbfounded by this. You should have seen this coming. Well, yeah, that's what you're saying. I I was thinking it was going to be pretty buggy anyway, just because when The Witcher Three launched, it was buggy. But when it when I saw it, I was like, a, like a dawn of realization was over my face. I was like, oh, they haven't done anything. <laughs> I think the problem was that Witcher Three got really good. Like, with the well, DLCs and all the patches. I wouldn't know for became... the Game of the Year edition of the game that I bought uh, doesn't carry over your saves from oh. the normal version of the game. So I have, played, oh, that makes sense. I have played the first 35 hours of The Witcher 3 twice. <laughs> <laughs> Which is but too that's much. Like, that's the standard they got known for. Like, the, yeah. the Definitive Edition, the Game of the Year edition was like, 
this is what we expect going into Cyberpunk. Completely forgetting that when Witcher 3 launched and when Witcher 2 launched, they were not the games they turned into. Well, let's also put it this way. CD Projekt have not made many games. And The Witcher 2 and 3 are good. The Witcher 3 a lot more the so than The Witcher 2. Yeah, I was going to say. But The Witcher 1 <laughs> is fucking garbage. So it's not if like they have a... just two for two. <laughs> exactly. It's not like they have a flawless track record. It's it's the the issues of video game hype is that you can't expect because one company has made something really good once that they're going to make something even better the next time. Mm. Yeah. Like Bungie's made some shit before. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Uh, I was actually watching a, a documentary on the Marathon series this morning, and I was like, "Yeah, Mar- Marathon is sleepy doom." <laughs> I love, I love Marathon, but I was like, "Damn, Marathon Two is such a pile of shit." <laughs> I've I I started playing through Marathon One a couple of years ago, and I. I think I gave up at like level 12 or something because I was like, this is just doom, but boring. But it's got such interesting lore that Halo uses again. <laughs> I I think the strength, and I think Marathon really taught me this, is I think that what's really interesting about Bungie is there's something that is just infectiously charismatic yeah. about their products. No matter what it is, it is so supremely confident in itself that you can easily overlook any issues because you're like, yeah, it's, the game's... It's the same awesome. with Base Destiny 1 where I played the beta of Base Destiny 1 on an Xbox 360 and I was like, wow, this is shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, and I think that destiny is starting to lose that a little bit like the new beyond light and destiny 2 uh shadow keep i did not think was very great i didn't even think the music was very good which is weird because bungie music is usually but yeah i'm like something's changing at bungie culture wise like it cracks are starting to show i i think with this being their first independent project in years as well, maybe it is, you know, taking a bit of a toll to get used to that. Or even, yeah, probably all the, like, because they've got, like, what's it called? Matter or something? Their new IP that they're working on? Oh, the the new Destiny. The comedy loot-based RPG is, I believe, yeah, what that comedy described loot. as. What a weird yeah, way but... of describing your game. It's a comedy. I, I yeah, I'd imagine that they're they're probably they've got probably like all the super talented people on that, including probably like Michael Salvatore is probably putting in all his best work into is, that. Is Jason like, Jones still at Bungie? I don't think Jason Jones is okay. still at Bungie. I don't think any of the old guard are really at Bungie anymore, outside of like Luke Smith and stuff. Oh, what a boring name, Luke Smith. That's all. That's Luke. as that's as boring as my name, Lewis White. God. Such a disgusting. That's a pretty name. boring name. It is a boring name, isn't it? I hate my name. It's. I w- hey no, no no. I wish I had a boring name. What? Taurus is a cool name. But I'm confident I'm the only person on planet Earth who has that name. I I know I know someone who is upset uh, that I can't, that that the name is like an old lady's name, 
and that they couldn't you know like when you go uh to a, i don't know if you've ever been to like a beach <laughs> if you've yeah. ever if you've ever seen sand but, a body of water yes i've been to one but over here if you go to the seaside as we call it uh if you go to like barry island or Porthcore, there's always like these shops that sell like little plaques with your name on it or like fucking shit pens that run out in a week with your name on it and they were sad okay. that they've got like such a crap name that they can never find their name on one of those things or like a sticker rock is that the feeling you have there's no taurus oh, yeah. merchandise um, yeah, there, there's no, there's no Taras merch. I've checked many a Seven Eleven, or, yeah, no. What do I, they sell I'm, at a Seven Eleven that could possibly have a name on it? Uh, like they a have Coke? These, like, no, they, they, they do sell Cokes, but um, it's like those crappy. I'm not even sure what you'd use with them. They're like little glowing signs. What? I don't know what to describe them as. They they have like the same texture and material as like bicycle emergency lights, you know, that reflect light from cars. You got like, a high you in America for a little novelty thing at a gas station. They sell a high vis jacket with your name on it. <laughs> it's it's like no, it's not even a high vis jacket because at least you could wear that to keep yourself warm. It's just like a little tiny reflective thing that catches the light and it just has your name on it and i don't know what it's for you are lucky you can't find one of those with your name on it well yeah (laughs) anyone who has a name on one of those they are instantly worse for it yeah they'd be bullied (laughs) that's what that's what people should do in american high schools they should buy those and they should chuck them at the people they don't like (laughs) What (laughs) what a confusing way to be bullied that's the best way to be bullied in a way that you can't understand. You can't possibly understand. <laughs> That's is that your is that your uh, your your self help book that you're gonna write? The best way to be bullied <laughs> in high school. I did psychologically torture someone for a day, where I convinced okay. I convinced all of our friends uh, if they walked past them to just tell them to wake up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you horrible person. It drove him crazy. <laughs> Best day of my life. <laughs> Here's some fun. <laughs> Nintendo is replacing their multiplayer system that was uh outdated a decade ago. Oh, they're finally updating their multiplayer system yeah so they currently use a multiplayer system called next and that was created by a company called quasal 18 years ago oh that nintendo started using it in 2010 the system is so old that uh 2018's splatoon 2 has an unused feature to check like a backup feature to check if next is running windows 98 <laughs> <laughs> And they are finally updating it. I was, uh, when I was writing this story, I was like, that explains a lot. (laughs) Ow, Nintendo. So uh, I imagine you're pretty familiar with what tick rate is. Uh Uh-huh. The tick rate in Splatoon 2 is 16 hits maximum. What? Oh, no. (laughs) Maximum. It can drop to eight. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
So you're uh, for people who don't know what a tick rate is, that means that the the game it's the game data on the server only updates sixteen times a second. <laughs> Compared to I think it, the game is sixty. Think of how many micro things can happen in a second, and the game only has like sixteen opportunities to check. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like a lot would get lost. Imagine a fighting game with that. <laughs> that with, yeah, just all the but like just some stuff wouldn't happen. It's like Halo Three on uh, the Xbox 360. Fucking how gosh, it's just don't remind me. Yeah, like <laughs> the game's server prioritizes like objects in the environment that are like moving around more than bullet positioning. Oh no. <laughs> So if, like, grenades are rolling around a multiplayer map, the server prioritizes that over if you're hitting the person you're aiming <laughs> It's really weird that when we look at, like, Halo 5 and how it was... I mean, they they said... I watched all the making ofs. <laughs> they were like, we have, we've got a team of Halo esporters who are designing this game with us. And uh, it, it's weird thinking about how Halo 5 was so into like that esports culture when Halo 3 didn't even track where your bullets were hitting properly. <laughs> well, and to be to be I should say not fair. I was going to say to be fair on Halo 5, but no, to be not fair on Halo 5, they released with a built-in engine issue where just depending on where you're looking, your aiming starts to lag. <laughs> really? You, you've you never heard of heavy aim? No. It's, it's a pro... It, okay, so it's, it's... There's, like, theories online as to how did this... How did this happen? Halo 5's engine, it's, like, something to do with maybe the 60 frames per second... When the game is under stress, your aiming starts getting affected instead of the frame rate. So there's portions of multiplayer maps where you can look in one direction and your aiming's fine, and then look in another one, it's like suddenly your aim acceleration and sensitivity is a completely different value. So that's why Halo 5 controls weirdly. (laughs) That's why it feels so bad to aim in that game online. It's because of the heavy aim issue. And it's built into the engine. You can't just patch it out. (laughs) Like, Halo 5 pro players are moving to the Xbox Series X because the aiming is more consistent than it is on the Series X. Oh, yeah, because if it's... Or on the Xbox One X. (laughs) That's pretty funny. God damn it, Mike. Yeah, but... That's like, I don't think I've ever heard of a game that has that issue. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's this one really bad <laughs> PC FPS. I can't remember what it's called. It's like Manhunter or something. <laughs> but I think I think in that, aiming is, is uh, your aiming sensitivity is tied to frame rate. <laughs> oh, come on. That, that's like so many bad PC ports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Call of Duty franchise, uh, that that Call of Duty engine, until I think Black Ops 3, it had an issue on PC where your frame rate would adjust to whatever the... Your your fire rate would be valued by whatever your frame rate was. <laughs> like, fire frame rates oh, meant faster fire that's rates. A, that's a thing in Fortnite. Yeah? Yeah, they had to take Nintendo Switch players off the crossplay 
because they ran at 30 and other consoles run at 60 oh, no. uh, no. because they would they would shoot half as fast <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a if it's still a thing I hope it's not because that is really weird and unfair yeah that's a bad mm. that's a bad problem game developers please stop <laughs> tying like in-game logic and rules to like whatever the frame rate is. Well, that's just a weird thing with like old engines, really. You, normally, yeah. apart from like Unreal Four, but it most engines are iterative. It's always building on top of old technology until it's ready to burst. Like, mm. people... yeah, you don't just create a game engine. Usually, your game engine is rooted in somebody else's game engine. Yeah, it's like that Amazon you... Lumberyard. That engine that doesn't work is based on CryEngine three, <laughs> another engine that doesn't work. <laughs> Which is why Amazon Lumberyard doesn't work. <laughs> isn't isn't the uh, the original Doom engine like from the old Doom? Uh, it was built off of like the Goof Troop engine. <laughs> Well, Call of Duty's <laughs> engine is still based on the Quake 3 engine. Yeah, I know. Call of Duty has tech dating back to, like, Quake 3. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's Bethesda's engine that is an evolution on Gamebryo, which is from the 90s. Even the Slipspace engine is... I think it's been reported that it's not a new engine. It is still oh, yeah, Blam. No. The, yeah, that that's like that that annoying thing that happens whenever game developers have like a new engine. They word it deliberately vaguely enough to where everyone's like, "Oh, they created it from the ground up." It's like, no, Slip Space is still the Blam engine. <laughs> I think like the last decided to finally rename it. I think the last engine that well, normally it's called the Halo engine. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say no. They didn't rename it. They gave it a name. Yeah, was it called Blam for like Halo Reach? It was called Blam for Combat Evolved, and then Halo 2, I don't know what, they probably called it fucking piece of shit internally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, when I was watching that Marathon documentary, I didn't realize the development of that game was pretty much exactly the same as Halo 1's, when they were like, oh, this game is finished, oh, we'll delay it for four months and completely remake it. <laughs> oh yeah well that that seems to be bungie's development process not, in a not even just bungie 343 have pretty much a similar workflow where things aren't working let's try yeah. and do whatever and then if it still doesn't work we ship it <laughs> yep like i cannot imagine that three years of development gave them halo 5's campaign i could imagine that <laughs> i I've talked to some people about Halo 5's development, and I was shocked and saddened to learn that it was not a a turbulent tale of rewrites and last minute. It's just wrong choices were made. Oh, well, that makes me upset. I will choose to believe. <laughs> That's not the case. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it, w it was a very humbling thing for the studio, which is why they're all very excited about Halo Infinite, because they want people to believe. I wonder if they've got, like, the, the creative leads of that last game, and they've got them on a shit list. <laughs> it's like, if this game fucks up, we're putting your face on the dartboard. Well, it seems to sort of, like, it seems to almost, like, sort of... I'd imagine with Halo 5, like, from what I did talk to a few people about like the story and what was going on with like that game why was that story the way it was and there why was, a was lot the of, story like, they created not in the game it 
No, it was in the game. That's the problem. You get to a point almost where, like, the the Xbox team, when you're, like, pitching ideas, you know, to the yeah. Xbox team, you're like, here's kind of, like, the concept of what... The Xbox marketing team then starts to come up with, like, ideas for how can we market this game and stuff. And before you know it, you've created a monster that is very disconnected from what the developers are actually creating. Yeah, Xbox has always wanted to not just be Xbox. They've always wanted this kind of multimedia thing. Uh, but yeah, they... and you've got that. But yeah, they... that multimedia push that the original Xbox One had going for it, which was its own problem. Well, we talked about the Halo books. Halo... Bungie didn't want Halo books. No. Which is why I think like the Fall of Reach was written in like two weeks, three weeks. And it shows. Oh yeah, it was it was rushed. <laughs> I've got like... an original like, uh, version of the Fall of Reach. It is littered in errors. <laughs> errors, as in spelling errors or P- continuity errors. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Punctuation. There are sentences that are are wrong, as in like they say uh, something about one vehicle and mean it about a different vehicle. Okay. <laughs> uh, which uh, three for three. 343 have done wonders with Halo's, like, expanded universe, even if they've shat the bed on the main series. Um, They have gone back and fixed all of it, which is weird. It's like a remastering of a book. (laughs) Yeah, I had read that, that they had, like, done a lot of, like, just to bring it in line with the games, because... Yeah, they they fixed the dates, but weirdly, you know, the Fall of Reach and Halo Reach are apparently still happening at the same time. Yeah, I know that, like, everybody everybody is kind of like, they've heard that the book was very different from the game, but they've never understood why. And I guess the best way to say it is Halo, or Re- I was going to say Halo Reach fell. Um, Reach fell in, like, a matter of hours after discovering the Covenant in the book, whereas in the game it took many months. And also, it wasn't glassed at the end of Halo Reach. Right. Which was one thing that's always, like, pissed me off. I was like, I really want to see a planet get glassed. That's so cool that, like, in the books, the the plasma energy, like, immediately turns things to this glassy surface. And at the end of Halo Reach, it's like, here is your helmet on an overgrown environment and a mountain in the background. (laughs) Yeah. it's like that is not how you've told me that this is works <laughs> good old bungee well they they said like they they didn't care for the halo books but then in halo 3 cortana's lines are like directly taken from the fall of reach well they yeah it's it's weird because everyone says bungee's plan or like bungee isn't like an amorphous primordial entity <laughs> like it's a studio full of different people. So one person can say, yeah, fuck the books. We don't care about the books. <laughs> and then paradoxically, somebody else in Bungie is like the biggest fan of the Fall of Reach and is referencing it in game. Yeah. It's like that line where it's like, they said I could pick anyone I wanted. It's like, that's from yeah. the book. Uh, yeah. And some other choice things. Talk about that. We're kind of like, Bungie always had that like internal struggle where some writers wanted the Forerunners to be humans and were the descendants of them whereas other writers thought it was more interesting if they weren't and that's how you kind of get situations like the halo 3 terminals where they talk about humanity as if it's a separate species but in game you have guilty spark going you are forerunner (laughs) 
Look at your You've got look at your weird armor. <laughs> yeah. Um Oh, what one quick question. Favorite Halo armor? Favorite Halo as armor. As in um, as in Master Chief's armor, the campaign. Okay, as in Master Chief's. I'd probably say Combat of not anniversary, Combat Evolves. We agree. I love the I love the Mark V armor. It's just like a cool looking suit of armor. Although my girlfriend ruined it for me today. <laughs> okay, yeah. The shadows on the on that the the that the uh the helmet the big shadows. The, yeah, the, the 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 shadows that the helmet makes on the thing makes the visor look like two eyes and a big wide grin. <laughs> and now I now I can't unsee it. Wait, wait, wait. Can you can you Find me an image online and show me it. That way I can see what you're talking okay, about. Okay, okay. Because I can tell you something that w ruined the Halo 4 armor for me, and now I just hate it whenever I look at it. Somebody said that whenever Master Chief in Halo 4 or Halo 5 looks directly at the camera, it looks like he's wearing one of those, like, old-timey newspaper salesman caps. <laughs> You know, as well as the lights on the side of his helmet make it look like he's storing nuts for the winter, like a chipmunk. Here, here's an image where you can see it. I just dropped it in our chat. He looks like he's wearing, he looks like he wants to sell you a newspaper for 25 cents. And he looks like his cheeks are full of stuff. Yeah, Chief's, Chief's just like that weird little cap thing he's got in Halo 4. He looks like he takes it off and hangs it up at the door whenever he <laughs> enters a room to be polite. <laughs> Do you see it? Am I he's, crazy? He's completely bald underneath that section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. peels it off when he's done. He is completely bald, right? The Master Chief? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got that. He's voice. also a virgin. <laughs> yeah. Sad times to be a chief. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm just going to send you this shit PNG because every time I try and draw over it, my iPad is deleting the other one. And I don't know why. Are you going to work? <laughs> Whatever. Me? No, not you. <laughs> it's, okay. I'm, I'm sending it a file. It's just stuck on compressing file. Take a screenshot of... <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be brave. I'm going to use my, my shit hands on my keyboard. <gasps> <laughs> I've had to do that a few times whenever I'm saving something and the image isn't like you know turning into a PNG or whatever I'm like you know what fuck you I'm not gonna let you win and I just take a <laughs> screenshot of it <laughs> well I'm, I'm just try I'm trying to use the, the iPad and it's like for some reason the Discord app doesn't want to send any pictures <laughs> is it too big I'm... is it too big a file oh definitely if you don't not. have Nitro no I'm no, it, it's 64 that. kilobytes. That's too big. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's a little picture of Master Chief, and you're going to have to zoom in on his face. <laughs> okay. Obviously, this will probably be cut from the, the audio podcast. Oh my god, I see it. <laughs> you see it? The I eyes? It. I see Holy crap, he's got a really, really wide grin. <laughs> And I was I was watching Red vs. Blue earlier, and we were watching season uh -huh. one because when we re when we watched the season together, uh, the show together, I skipped season one because it's cringy. Um, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh look, they're so they're always so happy." 
I was like, what the? What are you talking about? They hate each other. <laughs> she was like, no, look, they got like little eyes and a big grin. <laughs> and this was like 20 minutes in. And the entire, the entire time I was like, I can never look at this the same way again. <laughs> yeah, she, she looks like he's got like a gigantic smile on his face. And obviously the shadows are baked so that it never fucking go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... It, it's it looks especially egregious when he's on the bridge with Captain Keys and they're all staring at Cortana and Chief just has this doofy grin. <laughs> Honestly, Mr. Chief should just be this. <laughs> also, uh, when whenever I didn't know what Mr. Chief was <laughs> until recently, um, Mr. and I was like, "What the fuck is Mr. Chief?" So I I went on YouTube, I looked it up, and I saw your comment underneath. <laughs> And it was like, this is, uh, fuck, what's the, the word I'm looking for? Uh, this is really patronizing. I don't like this. <laughs> what, was, it, was it that awful commercial that was, like, talking down to you if you didn't like loot boxes? Yeah, it was like, this is the wreck system. Yeah, and it's like, oh, God. Some of that, them are that was, permanent. <laughs> that was a bad, bad trailer that was a very bad idea to be like can you not put gambling in halo Just close your noise hole soldier the grown-ups are talking so there was news this uh this week that is kind of tied to halo again do you remember Stubbs the zombie yeah oh i'm i'm quite familiar with Stubbs the zombie Stubbs the zombie is coming back I saw that. I'm so happy. <laughs> I can't believe something is happening with that property. I imagine this is Phil Spencer's doing. Because do you remember Voodoo Vince? Which was I can. I can't say that I remember Voodoo Vince. Voodoo Vince was another obscure, like original Xbox exclusive that was brought back on Xbox One, like a few, like four or five years ago. And That's Phil so Spencer weird. was like. I like this game. <laughs> <laughs> Although that one got like a full remaster and this one just appears to be the original game, but in 1080p, I think maybe 4k, who knows if they, if they're going fancy with it. <laughs> well, do, do you know Stubbs the zombies? Very, very, very loose connection to the halo franchise. It's built on the halo engine on the combat of <laughs> Yeah. It's really funny because, like, that game did some graphical things in the Combat Evolved engine that modders for Combat Evolved have learned from and then, like, incorporated into their <laughs> Halo fan mod. <laughs> what's, the, what's the big Combat Evolved graphics mod that looks weirdly ugly? SBV3? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Does it have, does it have graphical effects from Stuff's the Zombie? Yeah, yeah. Um, Masters, the the lead developer for it, he he got like all the stubs of the zombie levels running in Halo Combat Evolved, and what, so walking so cool. around, walking around those environments, and for also like walking around an environment designed for the third person perspective in first person, instantly like the illusion is shattered, and you can see <laughs> it not look as good as I thought it looked. <laughs> But it was kind of cool. That is awesome. I'd love to play through it in first person, like the levels in first person and see what they look like. Crack that illusion. Ruin my childhood. 
I only wish... played Stubbs the Zombie once, and that was because I was at a friend's house, and that game got stupidly expensive, so I've never played it since. Doesn't Disney own Stubbs the Zombie? What? <laughs> really? I'm not... I think Disney owns Stubbs the Zombie. Like, like originally, or they bought it? <laughs> they bought it. Here, I'm looking up to see who currently owns it. Because I know um, a lot of Combat Evolved modders were, like, really starting to dig into Stubbs the Zombie, and it kind of got revealed that, oh, Disney owns the property, and immediately everybody fled from that game as fast as they oh, could. yeah. The developer was bought by Disney in 2009 and then shut down by Disney in 2014. Because oh, that's nice. Disney was like, our games aren't making money. How about we just close all the game studios? <laughs> Every single one of them. Oh my god, yeah. If you look at the, uh, the, the artwork for Stubbs the Zombie, it says in the top corner, it says built with the Halo engine. <laughs> uh, looking at the Wikipedia page, uh, the co-founder of Bungie made this game. What? Yeah, Alexander Seropian. What? Uh, the co-founder of Bungie and head behind the games of Halo Combat Evolved Myth and Marathon and six yeah, other I... former Bungie members, employees. I... Uh... I thought that it was just like the ties to Halo was just the engine. I didn't know like no, somebody... No, it looks like they, they left after Combat Evolved. They, the studio was founded in 2003. Huh. Huh. wonder what other weird stuff people at Bungie like really want to make but just don't have the time to, like, stubs the zombie. Honestly, I'd love it if a lot of these big studios would just split into, like, smaller teams, like uh, like Ninja Theory is doing. They have, like, 200 employees, and they're like, yep, yeah, we're working on six projects. We have, like, teams of 20 to 30 people on them. Yeah, which, to be fair, like, most game developers, they have, like, four or five side projects in various states of creation. Imagine if Activision let their studios work on something other than Call of Duty or Blizzard titles. <laughs> like, Raven, yeah. I've always wanted to interview people who have left Raven Software, who, like, joined when they were making games like Singularity and ask them, like, how crushing was it to be told, you are working on Call of Duty every year. <laughs> Forever. Forever and ever. Until the end of time. And they 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 bought someone recently, didn't they? Uh Activision. They bought they bought someone and they're shoving them on Blizzard stuff. Who was it? Vicarious Visions is merged into Blizzard. That's what I that's what Aww. it was. Uh, so I think that's... they they made like the crash and uh remaster. And they will everyone Oh and they, the Tony Hawk I one. About that. They yeah, they were behind the great Tony Hawk. Yeah. series and now they're dead and buried they are working on blizzard spin-offs which Great. apparently there's like four uh world of warcraft spin-offs coming some of them for mobile oh no yeah it's weird right when you think of how blizzard's properties have been kept very isolated like the last time they tried to do a spin-off was um starcraft ghosts and that never came out yeah. And now they've got uh, Diablo Immortals. Immortals. Yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> everyone lost their shit about. Apparently, it's really fun. So. <laughs> um, but they got that coming. They got uh, four different spin offs in the works alongside Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2, which apparently isn't coming out this year. 
So yeah. <laughs> what a weird company. Yeah, I just like it's like this is the best way I can describe it. It feels like I'm already on the floor. Activision has already won, but they're still punching me in the face and won't let me get up off the ground. And I, you know, and I'm like, stop, stop, you win. <laughs> the worst part is they're beating you to death with money. <laughs> yeah. And I just like, they won't stop announcing games that I don't care about and closing studios that I do care about. <laughs> Like, people always say that EA is the company where, where developers go to die. And while that is true, uh, Activision is where developers go to get their souls sucked out. <laughs> yeah. Like, companies don't really die under Activision. They just don't get to do anything they want to do. They don't die They in the same way, like, you wouldn't die, technically, if you were absorbed by this kind of, like, eldritch just oh, blob of the absorbaloff <laughs> yes you were you remembering it alex my Please favorite doctor who villain the absorbaloff the absorbaloff <laughs> the dude fucks some favorite oh i like that <laughs> that episode is so gross <laughs> wasn't it written by a kid or was it just the monster that was i think the monster was designed by a kid um, St I think Stephen Fry was supposed to write an episode, but he was taking too long, too long so they had to write this episode <laughs> in a week. Yeah, yeah, the Absorbalop was like, it's, you know how, like, every once in a while you get that, that story in a show where it's just a clip reel of the whole series yep. because they have to fill space? Yeah, that's essentially what that episode was. It was like, oh god, like our whole production team, they're taking too long, we gotta fill the gap. <laughs> Let's have a like, nine-year-old. Oh, I'm so villain. happy with this 12-episode season. Don't you mean 13-episode season? Oh, <laughs> shit. No. Um, I imagine you've seen this news story. There is a modder called Inferno Plus. He modded Dark Souls to have Halo-themed PvP. <laughs> I did see that video. <laughs> that video was uh, <laughs> interesting. To say the least? Yeah. Well, I didn't know how, um... I didn't know Dark Souls had an arena PvP mode. And I definitely didn't know how bad it was. So, thank God that video introduced how utterly broken that was before going on the tangent of, oh yeah, I completely fixed Dark Souls multiplayer and also I gave it Halo maps and power-ups. <laughs> 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 it's, uh... That modder has also done things like uh, the world's longest warthog. <gasps> and... I love those videos. Yeah, it's the same modder. I love them so much. You it's made a video on Pierced uh, Halo, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one where I pitched uh, fixing his cursed magnum, where his magnum was just your dual-wielding magnums, and I was like, that's not cursed, though. That's really cool. Oh, to make it cursed, you should be able to dual-wield magnums and only fire the right magnum. <laughs> <laughs> that would make it cursed. <laughs> the, uh, the standard magnum, where you, you just shoot yourself in the face. That's pretty <laughs> good. You have to throw it. That was so fucking funny. 
and it, it works in the cutscenes. So, like, if a character is wielding <laughs> a magnum in a cutscene and they fire, they'll just shoot themselves and break the cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> that that video was one of the the things that inspired me to start re re rewatching Red versus Blue because anytime there's a <laughs> fucking Halo video. There's always Machinima, and they're they're in Halo One. They're in Blood Gulch. They're like, you ever wonder why we're here? And it's like, gotta start all over again, I guess. <laughs> so weird how, like, much of a cultural impact Halo had, and then it's just yeah. really sad to see how much of it is dissipated. What's like even now? We're still having like. We've, like, passed down Halo memes to the younger generation. Like, kids are now doing the Halo Combat Evolved Elite, where they're like, Wah! Wah, woman! <laughs> Master Chief, what are you doing on that ship? Yeah, Master that's Chief, a, what are you that's doing? That's a fucking huge meme at the moment. It's been going on for months. Uh, Halo Monkey hasn't disappeared. <laughs> it's really weird. I've been seeing more Halo memes now. Uh, than I have in years. <laughs> and none of them are yeah. to do with Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- we did have Craig for like a hot minute, but that was like embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. I love Craig. Craig is so good. I I want that one model to stay Craig, and I think a lot of people do as well. I, I think they'll either have like one model be Craig... Or they'll have it as like a, a skull if they're still doing skulls, <laughs> where everyone is Craig. I saw somebody who had like a really good idea, which is whatever Halo Infinite's version of Forge World is. You know how like Forge World has that <laughs> skull mountain? Yes. It should be a Craig mountain. Craig mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, Halo. That's Mount Rushmore, but Craig. <laughs> <laughs> There's four Craigs. Or no, there's there's Atriox, Esherim, and then Craig. (laughs) War Chief Craig. Well, Halo Infinite has, like... I mean, it's not confirmed, but it did look like there are mini-bosses that you can find in the open world, which I still don't know how I feel about. Um, Although you... I believe you made a video last year of... Why mm-hmm. Halo Infinite's open world is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not making things up. Like uh, the last. <laughs> yeah. The last podcast we had a guest. So I was like, "Oh, yeah, you did this thing." Turns out they informed me after the podcast they did not do that thing, and I was thinking of someone else. Yeah. No. I. <laughs> I think the open world formula can work. If they had and a mini boss of uh, Craig and his. His bald brute minions, <laughs> and they're like a little, uh, they're like a little, um, like outcasted dro- troop of brutes. <laughs> they live on like their own isolated little mountain. <laughs> isolated because of their low textures. <laughs> yeah, you've got to like grapple hook over to them, and they're just really sad, <laughs> like just sitting on like like boxes waiting for something to do. <laughs> <laughs> if they have voice lines they should make it so that they're just really tired and they're like ah the demon <laughs> I think that is all the news uh, or I can fire through headlines and if there's anything interesting 
you can stop me. Okay, go. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is pulling the camera angles out of people's asses. That's a non-troversy, a non-controversy. People are pretending to be angry about it. Were people actually not put off in the original Mass Effect 2, where the camera was right up Miranda's ass? Yeah, like, people are, like, arguing about, like, artistic vision and stuff, but even some Bioware developers are coming out on Twitter and being like, yeah, no, guys, when we were making that game, we didn't want that to happen, but marketing said we've got to do sex appeal, so no, that was not actually our artistic intention. <laughs> Fuck off, stop pretending to be angry. <laughs> um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, again, will not have the uh, Pinnacle Station DLC because they uh, the code got corrupted. We got a lot of comments about this saying it was a conspiracy theory. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'll go to the comments. <laughs> the, the top comment is, I'm not buying that excuse. There is probably some conspiracy theory behind it. Pinnacle <laughs> Station is fun. I was hoping there was some reference to it near the end of Mass Effect 3. <laughs> Goodbye, I am Warpath. <laughs> Uh, yeah, people being like, EA doesn't have redundancies for backups. I don't think people understand how different 2007 was. Oh, yeah. Like, that's why a lot of old games have notoriously bad ports and, like, HD re-releases. Because, like, dev devs didn't know back then that their games would be, like, crazy critical successes. They yeah. barely scored their own code. I mean, Square Enix didn't back up Kingdom Hearts 1 at all. They had to completely yeah. remake it for the remaster. Yeah, and, um... Like, I think Silent Hill HD Collection oh. is one of the most, like, infamous instances of, like, the original code being lost and them having to build it off of, like, a crappy, unfinished beta build of the game. Oh. <laughs> I, I totally buy, like, Pinnacle Station. Like, wasn't it a horde mode or something? It was, like, you know, like, how Metal Gear Solid has, like, VR missions? Yeah. I think it's that kind of shit. And also, I totally... it was hated when it came out. Who yeah, I, I could totally believe that. Like, you've got your publisher saying you got to have a combat-heavy DLC because you have to. We have to check our boxes. And them just not caring on the, about the thing they're working on. <laughs> and just be like, fine, fine, we released it. All right, we're moving on. Who the fuck thought it was a good idea to make combat scenario DLC out of Mass Effect 1? <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect 1. Yeah. I love Mass Effect 1, and... Uh, Apparently, they're changing quite a few things about the game for the, the upcoming remaster, which kind of upsets me because I, I like how clunky it is. Um, even though it should. What is it that they're changing? Are they just giving it the same combat system as the other? No, games? thankfully. It's the same combat okay, system of before, as before, but it's overhauled in quite a few ways um, to make it feel more modern. But <laughs> I'm one of those people who's like, well, I, I played it and it was clunky and I liked how it was clunky. <laughs> it's, it's me being old man yelling at Cloud. <laughs> you know, it, it, it should have a better combat system. But... <laughs> but I liked the game when it had the bad one. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, a, it's yeah. like those people who are like, oh, well, you like this artist? Well, I liked them when they were bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't a good thing. 
there's something more pure when like games have serious design flow like everything's too we've figured out how to make games now and because of that they're all the same and they're all so bland and safe i'm like i kind of miss when games had just shockingly bad things <laughs> in them like um i'm just thinking like off the top of my head uh to keep it halo relevant like halo 2 oh. has like massive sections of the game just missing in the story yeah or like where you just you just walk to the left and there's just a crack in the wall and you slip through it and then you're outside of the level yeah um <laughs> i'm trying to think of uh games that i love that have like massive issues Oh god, I'm a Sonic fan. I can tell you about games See, with massive issues. I, I didn't know if you were an actual Sonic fan or if you were I because am, that video was seven those videos were seven years ago. I am unfortunately a fan of the Sonic <laughs> franchise. If you don't mind me asking, are you the elusive Sammy Sonic fan? <laughs> I'm not the elusive Sammy Sonic fan, but I am his biggest fan. I love that. I love you, freaking fricks. <laughs> Your actions have consequences. How did you do that? How did you go so high? I can I can reach that every once in a while, but then my voice cracks and it's back down to a to a subwoofer level. <laughs> I, I remember feeling pretty bad when I was a teenager and I realized I couldn't screech like a girl. Like I could when I was a kid. I was like, no. My, my girlfriend can people. screech like the Fable 2 Banshee and it terrifies me. And she keeps doing oh, it. Oh, I, I heard Banshee and like my brain short circuited. <laughs> I just thought about Halo. <laughs> <laughs> the flapping Banshee. <laughs> flapping Banshees. Uh, what is, okay. Um, I saw people. This is a really weird thing that I have to bring up and I need to get your opinion on it because people don't talk about it enough when discussing Banshee designs. Okay. There are two different versions of the Halo Banshee. There is the one from the original Halo trilogy that looks like an ice cream cone <laughs> with wings glued to the sides. <laughs> yes. Then there is the one introduced in Halo Reach and carried all the way into Halo 5 that looks like a tongue with wings glued to each side. <laughs> Which one are you a fan of? I like the Halo, uh, the original Halo trilogy one. Ice cream cone? Yes. Okay, good. I am as well. Because I saw people arguing, uh, they're like, the Halo, I like the Reach design better than the Halo 5. But I'm like, it's, it's the tongue shape <laughs> with the wing glued to the side. I I find it really weird because, like, the way that they changed it the new wings like obviously the original banshee wings they were just i can only imagine it was a limitation <laughs> because it's got pylons that connect and there's nothing in between <laughs> but this is a this is a vehicle that is carried by like manipulating the air around it <laughs> but then when they made the new wings it's got like a, just a hole in it, like a big keyring, <laughs> and it's. I just don't know why they put that hole in it. You is this the Halo Five one? Yeah. Yeah, the Halo Five one is because nobody in the art room said stop. You gotta make it look sci-fi. It already looks pretty sci-fi. 
fill in the yeah. hole a bit. <laughs> I, somebody, somebody at three four three described it really well. He said, like in reflecting, he said it was like everybody was so excited to be working on the franchise that they didn't realize, like you can't overstimulate. Yeah. The player, like, you can't make everything in a room, including the coffee cup on a table, the most beautiful coffee cup the gamer has ever seen. Like, it's... Because... You've got to prioritize. Because in a first-person shooter, especially one as fast as they made Halo 5, because Halo 5 is by far the fastest Halo game, you... Is it? I I, I think it it stimulates your brain in a way that it feels fast. Because uh, I'd say it's definitely the Halo game where you are pushing the most buttons. amount of buttons at any given time. <laughs> but as far as its pacing goes, I think it's one of the slower Halo games. You'd, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing so much that they've tricked me into thinking it's fast. Yeah, you're pressing <laughs> a lot of buttons simply so you can move, but not a lot <laughs> is getting done. And you can't even shoot while you're moving. I, I, I can... I can shoot. <laughs> like, you're either moving or you're shooting. You can't move and shoot at the same time like you can in classic games. Like, could you imagine the library if enhanced mobility was a thing? Like, well, you, you would break out of the map pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you wouldn't be able to fire at the Flood who are chasing you while being on the move at max speed. You'd have to sprint to a place, then stop, and then start shooting at them, and then lower your gun so you can start well, sprinting. Well, wouldn't you just, in Halo, if it's Halo 5, wouldn't you just jump in the air and ground pound all those little fucking parasites into mush? Yeah, and then you, you jump, thrust, slide, wall, run, fling yourself around the environment like a crazy person. The one, the one mechanic that I... I I thought felt really good in Halo Five. Well, the boosting did feel good, but the the boosting into someone's back and melleeing them and watching <laughs> them just flop to the ground because Halo Five's ragdolls are really weird. Yeah, Halo Five's ragdolls are funny. Their punch <laughs> sound is great though, and it just adds to the comedy factor when you melee someone and they just go flying. <laughs> I really loved um, Halo One's. Uh, animations like especially the sniper headshot where they spin around <laughs> <laughs> gearbox got bought don't know if anyone gives a shit i, I don't <laughs> good riddance they still got randy pitchford at the head though yeah these, uh, i don't care about gearbox i thought uh, borderlands 3 was a pile of shit it's just it's like the animation quality in that game doesn't look good. The weapons feel floaty and bad. The game runs badly. It looks bad. And it looks like they smeared that cartoon filter to mask how low res and kind of crappy their game actually It's The humor isn't funny. Like, at any given point, you're just saying, stop talking, stop talking, stop talking, yeah. when they're like making these awful jokes. I just hate Borderlands so much. I, I hate Gearbox. None of their games are good. <laughs> I pre-ordered <laughs> Colonial Marines. Oh, I feel so sorry. Yeah. For you. <laughs> I, I uh I, I got my friend uh, Dan to play it when I finished it and he was like, You've gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> this did you ever have a friend who was like the angry gamer? The irate gamer. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did have somebody who'd get, like, irrationally upset. I mean, I know I was just saying, like, that fuck gearbox. I hope they all burn. But, yeah, I, I have that friend who gets unusually angry about games. Daniel is that person. He, so oh, my God. He was it's weird that you say his name is Daniel because <laughs> I have an angry Daniel too. We, we all have an angry Daniel in our life. But Dan, Dan was the kind of person who, like, this was back in, in high school, so we were always on Xbox Live. And he was the FIFA oh. player who would buy FIFA every year. He would oh, no. spend money on Ultimate Team. Although we can have another podcast in the future where i talk about the person who spent too much money on ultimate team who i fucking hate but uh, <laughs> but daniel would get fifa every year he hated fifa he hated it with a burning passion he would scream at it every time we were playing something he would be like fuck ea ea don't know how to make a game worth shit this is bullshit he would like scream footballers names <laughs> and like be like what this person's fucking good in real life why do they suck shit and it got so bad that we 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 uh we wrote like a little script that we performed in front of him about how bad he was at, at, like, like being angry at this game and he was like oh are you taking the piss out of this guy and we feel like no daniel this is you this is you every single day <laughs> apart from sunday when you're at church <laughs> And he's a very good boy. Although maybe maybe he was like that at church. We didn't go with him. <laughs> this bread, this, this isn't Jesus's soul. This is bullshit. <laughs> this, this isn't bread. Blood, blood of Christ. This is bread. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't wine. This is Ribena. <laughs> you thought you could get one over on me? I see through your lies. This is bread. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Jesus, you're tasting pretty stale today. <laughs> someone, someone left Jesus's bag unzipped open. <laughs> I told you, if you're not gonna eat Jesus, put him in the fridge. <laughs> if you're not gonna eat Jesus, put him in the fridge is a pretty good title. Just for you, I'll do it and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't work, I I think we should do Master Chief Gravy. Master, Master Chief branded Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Nope. Okay. Uh, Gearbox was gonna be Microsoft were looking to acquire Gearbox before they got bought. Oh God! Why would Microsoft want Gearbox? Because they want everyone. They just want everyone on Game Pass. Yeah, that's true. It's the Netflix model. They've got to get. I think Matt Booty, great name. He said that Xbox needs at least three or four exclusives a year, which is pretty funny when you think about it. <laughs> what? If they buy all the studios, then everything's exclusive. That's true. And I, I think they do. If they want Game Pass to succeed, they need an exclusive coming out every few months like Netflix does. Uh, which is why Ninja, Ninja Theory should have been uh, like a good bet because they have so many smaller teams working on projects. But maybe they should all make single player stuff instead of multiplayer stuff because B Bleeding Edge was such trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh yeah, Bleeding Edge. They saw the the ended production on that, didn't they? Thank God. <laughs> yeah. It, I I don't like to celebrate the death of a game, but Bleeding Edge is one of those things where it's like, no, you're you're not just owed a popular wacky hero shooter type thing because <laughs> you want one too. Like, no. Oh, I thought there was another no coming. <laughs> I was expecting a second no. Oh, that was it. I'm just like, good, good. You weren't owed that. Do you think Bleeding Edge... Read how, the how, room, guys. How many months until Bleeding Edge becomes a... You know that YouTube channel that does death of a game? How many Gosh. months until that is actually death of a game? That's... I... I'll give it three I months. Know. Three months? Yeah, they've been pretty quick recently, I think. I don't. Yeah, he's been on top of a lot of games. I mean, you've got he's got a popular series. Yeah, it's it's a it's... niche, pretty much. He's got to be on <laughs> on the ball. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how like draining that is, though, to work on like an inherently negative series like that, where you're not like celebrating games. You know. Yeah, it's uh. I mean, I remember when uh, I used to work for a website called ICXM uh, or okay. Xbox Mad. I don't know if you ever heard of them. The Xbox Magazine? Mad. Okay. No, I have not. Um, that was a, a fan site, pretty much. And a lot of the things that the editor made us write, which, by the way, this was a volunteer gig. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> okay. it was uh, very uh, draining. But the things that a lot of the things that we had to write were about how Xbox is slightly better in performance at this game compared to the PS4. And obviously we had to get 300 words out of that at least to um, rank for SEO because SEO is what runs websites nowadays. And that was such a draining place to work. Constant negativity or like making excuses for Microsoft. And while, yes, we I do work for MS Paint user now, we get to do whatever the fuck we want in the gaming section. They do not care. Yeah, if you've seen me reporting on any anime games, you know it's a lawless wasteland. <laughs> yeah, we have a running gag where if it's an anime game, I send Alex to preview it because he has no idea what anime is. That's great. His, his Dragon Ball Z Kakarot preview was one of the funniest things we've ever uh, published. I think there was one line I added to that where it was like it was something about Jesus with Dragon Ball. I can't remember what it is. I think it was like it leads us to ask the question if Jesus can walk on water, can he swim on land? <laughs> I think, oh, I need to find it now. It's so good. <laughs> That's a pretty good sentence. <laughs> Can he swim on land? It was really funny getting Alex to, to go to these fucking places. Because <laughs> he's like... But there was one time where I was like, Alex, I need you to do this one interview. And didn't you prepare for the wrong interview? Yeah, uh, so the last time that I... Is this like am I officially blacklisted or do they just not want to talk to us anymore? For it's COVID, reasons? we can't go to the office. Uh okay. Uh <laughs> basically that day went very poorly. In the yeah. they were showing off a few games and I had sort of prepped the few days before watching One Punch Man to be like <laughs> I, I played this the first time when I first went to their offices and it was kind of fun and I was like a bit more intrigued. 
So I was going to watch an episode and then uh, play the game again and be like, aha, now I've seen infinitely more One Punch Man. How much different is it? And then One Punch Man turned out to be pretty good, so I watched the entire thing. Um, But then the interview that was lined up at the end of the day turns out wasn't for One Punch Man. It was for a game I did not even play until later. And an oh interview we did not publish, for it was no. so bad. It was not good. I have found the paragraph, by the way, for this Dragon Ball Z thing. Uh, <laughs> should I read it out? By all means. It's so, I've got it up as well, and I love it so much. With the, with the first demo's opening spiel out of the way, I was dropped into a massive open world on a rideable cloud that made getting around a cinch. I don't know why Goku had this cloud. I guess it was something every Saiyan had, probably from shouting at the sky enough to will one down into submission. Either way, it turned out to be more of a fashion accessory, as after accidentally jumping off, I found out I could fly on my own, leading me to think, if Jesus can walk on water, would he still use a boat? (laughs) Which I do remember in the Bible, now that I think about it, Jesus does have a boat. So there you go. I think he used one. I didn't think he owned one. Well, he's a carpenter, isn't he? Why wouldn't he just make his own? (laughs) (laughs) Carpenters aren't, like, engineers. It's it's all wood. It's a boat. Do you need an engineer to make a boat? But, like, a carpenter, that's where it's, like, cutlery, right? What? Like, that seemed to be the vibe I got from the Bible. Carpenter. Jesus was... They made tables. Super... Yeah, like, t- but not like a working fishing boat. Cutlery? What does cutlery mean? <laughs> it's very some like... shit, isn't it? <laughs> what am I thinking? Am I, fa- Crockery? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> Crockery is <laughs> plates <laughs> and shit. I think if you can no, make yes, a cutlery. table, yeah, you can at least like, have just, a damn good go at trying to build the boat. type stuff like hey look i made a plate i made a bowl that's crockery that's crockery i think Cut- no cutlery cutlery is like... and crockery crockery is bowls and shit isn't it no you're right you're right you're right you're right oh i'm right oh my <laughs> god it's called cutlery because cut because fork knife whatever Man, <laughs> fuck off <laughs> fuck off well either way they made furniture <laughs> yeah Anyway, about Jesus Christ. <laughs> about what what Taurus is telling us is uh <laughs> he thinks Jesus couldn't make a boat, and I think that's blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> this this fucking can turn water into wine and clone bread and fish, but he can't make a boat. <laughs> I didn't say he can't make a boat. I think I don't think that was the profession Jesus was into. Well, he did a lot of things that weren't in his profession. I don't think curing the blind is what carpenters do. I don't think Jesus was. Yeah, I guess he wasn't a licensed doctor, considering all the healing and raising of the dead he did. That's why they crucified him. They were like, "You need a license to do that." Excuse me, sir. Do you have a license for the carpenter if you're going around practicing necromancy? (laughs) Now it's either your choice change profession or we crucify you. Now, maybe it was because he was fucking with the economy, cloning all those fish and bread. (laughs) 
cloning. Isn't that what he does? Doesn't he like he feeds the I person? Just, it's like just wording it. <laughs> it's what he does. Cloning fish. What do you call it? Spawning more fish. <laughs> Jesus got into the console commands. God's son mode. Cloning fish. <laughs> Jesus activated God's son mode. <laughs> Jesus was just playing Skyrim and he emptied all the fish out of his inventory. Are oh, there any Bible stories with like, Jesus? No, no clips. there's only two. <laughs> One. <laughs> now, Taurus, as someone who g- grew up religious, uh, same, by the way. Uh, I would like you to define what he did with these fish <laughs> in a way that doesn't use the word cloning. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 it's okay. Look, religion is about faith, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus cloned fish. <laughs> It's not like the prestige. You didn't have a fucking machine. You didn't Maybe dunk all the fish with his carpentry. <laughs> it's just it's not right about that word in the context of a divine miracle. <laughs> miracle schmiracle. He had a machine. He cloned the bread. <laughs> thank, thank God a fly didn't get in that cloning machine. A <laughs> machine. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'd think he'd be more into like not feeding people like living animals right he's pescatarian well he doesn't I, like I fish like, technically it he, was just he, the one fish that he cloned <laughs> if he doesn't like fish is that why he cloned the fish so people could eat more of them yeah it was a hate crime <laughs> <laughs> well, no i don't think I don't think Jesus cloned a specific fish. I think the implication was supposed to be that he willed hundreds of thousands of fish into existence. That seems a bit far-fetched. I think he cloned it. Now, cloning, but with extra steps. That sounds a bit far-fetched. Now, back to cloning. (laughs) Wait, scientists have cloned things, haven't they? Didn't they clone a sheep? Yeah, I guess. There you go, they could clone a fish. Jesus what was just ahead of his time. If, it, if he's not cloning, can we at least agree that he's teleporting other fish out the ocean? <laughs> oh, what you're telling he? me he cheated? <laughs> <laughs> they had to come from somewhere, and if we're not cloning them, then clearly they're ocean fish. I have another theory, and that was that he was turning... It was actually the... He was feeding the one thousand... He was feeding the two thousand, and then he did one thousand of them into fish and bread. <laughs> isn't it like a big bummer that real life cloning is not like the fun wacky cloning of like cartoons where it's literally a duplicate of a person oh real you mean like how someone... real life cloning is just like you're gonna die in like three weeks <laughs> well no re- real life cloning is just like we took a cell from when you were a child and then we cultivated it to grow naturally into an organism the way cells are supposed to do. So it's like, it's not a duplicate. 
It's just an individual. That's what clones are. <laughs> yeah, no, what I'm saying what I'm saying is in cartoons they treat it like it's a a magical duplicate of you. Like down the middle, you know, where it's just mm. like and now there's two of you in the r- it's not like that. It's a lot more boring and natural. Well, yeah, because one is physically possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, reality is pretty fucking boring. It's true. I've been in this room <laughs> for <laughs> as long as I can remember. <laughs> true, I've been in reality for as long as I can I'm remember. I'm feeling like boring. fucking Rapunzel at this point of lockdown. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend really is lying to me about my hair. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it looks good. Really, she just wants it because it can magically heal people. <laughs> that was the plot of Your Tangled. Hair. Is it? Yes. Wait, they, they changed her hair to it can heal people? Uh, I'm pretty sure, yes. It's what keeps the, the stepmom young, I think. Oh. oh. That's evil healing. That's different. And at the end, she cuts off her hair in an act of defiance. And I'm like, well, you know, that magical hair probably could have helped lots of people, but whatever. <laughs> Is, does her hair have to stay long or can it be magical at any length? I will be honest, most of my experience with Tangled is from Kingdom Hearts 3, where they cut out quite a bit of things and add Sora Donald and Goofy. (laughs) So saying they didn't dive deep into the lore of Tangled? Even though it is longer to play through than to watch Tangled, and most of Tangled (laughs) is in there, they do fuck around with the lore of Tangled quite a bit. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen the Frozen world in that game, by the way. But um, not not only were they not allowed to do anything to the story of Frozen, so your characters barely interact with them. Uh, but you have to watch the entirety of Do You Want to Build a Snowman <laughs> while somebody's talking over it. <laughs> <laughs> and also you got to watch the entirety of Let It Go. Oh my god. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> That's, like, not good. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a weird game. Have you played a Kingdom Hearts game? Um, I remember watching somebody oh, play. A, you should just jump Hearts. into Kingdom Hearts 3 and tell us how it goes. Oh, just shut, like, no context? Yep, no context. Go right in. It's so I, funny. I know that somebody or maybe possibly a group of people are called the heartless and that's the extent of my knowledge of kingdom hearts 3 yeah or any of them you should know that at one point woody tells an anime character from toy story by the way uh that uh he doesn't have any friends (laughs) Woody woody does that Woody. Woody has no friends. No, no, that the anime guy has no friends. He's like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think, he, I think says, important... he says, you don't know, you wouldn't know because no one's ever loved you before. Oh my oh god. god. <laughs> I think the most important thing about the Kingdom Hearts series, having not played any of it, yes. is that a boy gets naughted, and that, that's all I know. <laughs> Somebody naughts a boy, naughty good times ahead that brian david gilbert video was yeah i love it that moment lives in my head rent free you know just taps on a whiteboard 
Nauta Boy. Brian David Gilbert made me really upset because uh, I was planning on reading all the Halo books before Halo Infinite, but then he did it and it demotivated me. (laughs) (laughs) The Halo books are very good, except for when they're not. Uh, The bad Halo books are very, very bad. I don't know if you've read The Flood. That's probably one of the worst books I've ever read in my life. That 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 chapter where the Master Chief runs out of ammo while he's going for a fight, so he runs for an hour to go get a sniper <laughs> rifle he saw, and then runs yeah. back. It, that's like, I on one hand, I can't be angry about the writer of that book, because Halo Combat Evolved, and I love the game. It's one of my favorite games. In fact, it might be my favorite game in the series next to three. It is one of the most repetitive games in existence. How do you write a compelling narrative? Well, what you do is you say, Master Chief wrote his grenade, and you say it about 200 times. (laughs) About 200 times, as well as how many different ways can you describe Chief let off a couple bursts from his (laughs) rifle and then put in a new magazine. Clip. I believe he he never changes from Oh yeah, that's right, he called it some clip. (laughs) However you know it's pronounced clipazine. And Halo of the Flood. And of course, Hidden Xperia loves that book, but... What? No. No. Yes. That's, yes that can't be true. I was reading that book, and it made me really depressed. <laughs> I, yeah. Because I was like, I want to get onto First Strike, but i got to read this piece of shit first. <laughs> I, think, I think I just submitted around that chapter when Chief got tired in the library and so he stopped to eat like a chocolate bar or something. <laughs> it's a protein bar, isn't it? That's right, it's a protein bar. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> he like sits down and eats a protein bar. It's like... <laughs> he's trying to... Or, oh my god, doesn't he get naked and take a shower? Yeah. There's like a there's like a base that doesn't exist, <laughs> I, and uh, he just he's like he meets up with it. He's only there once, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. They they like set up an entire forward operating base on the ring. Yeah, which by the way just... is where all the good stuff in the book happens. Yeah, everything cool in that book is to do with them, and it's one of those things where it's like, well, these characters don't exist, so you've got to kill them all by the end of the book. <laughs> Right. And he's like, hey guys, I'm gonna take a shower and then leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chief enters the room, looks around and goes, Hello, I'm a master, I'm gonna take a shower. <laughs> and, then he and then I'm gonna look for Captain Keys and I'm gonna punch a hole through his head. <laughs> he f- he fists Captain Keys and takes out his eye. Have you seen the um the you know the the good to see you chief things aren't going well line how the halo movie script interpreted that line No Um the halo movie script you can find online it's real Is this the Del Toro um, script No Okay And it's it's okay it's a remake of Combat Evolved and it is it is a wild ride. It would probably be worth reading it on one of your podcasts. <laughs> but basically, Captain Keys greets Chief along the lines of, Good to see you, Master Chief. I won't lie. We're in some deep shit here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would fucking love to see if we could get enough people to do it. Like a, like a, like a, a table yeah, read. Yeah, a table read of the script. 
Oh, God. It's beautiful. There's, like, awkward love tension between Chief and Foehammer. Oh, what? <laughs> Foehammer's my favorite. There, I love that oh character whose face we never see. There's, like, also, like, a love thing with Chief and Cortana. <laughs> it's... It's I've so always, brilliant. I've always hated that. That that's how people interpret that relationship. You think Chief's in love with it's, the piece of circuitry in his head? Especially when it comes to Halo Four, where it's like they do have like a connection. It is so obviously not a love collect connection. He is yeah. he's a fucking child. Yeah, Chief's a man baby, and, and she's like his, his mom. mom. Yes. Yeah, she's like his mum. She gets him dressed in the morning. Like, that's the relationship they have. Yeah, it's like, even though that scene where it's, it's like when Cortana dies. Yeah. <laughs> or, or did she? She <laughs> uh, <laughs> starts sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> oh, I, I love the ending of Halo 4. <laughs> but, um, it's really good. When Cortana dies and he's like, He's, like, looking at where she was, and, like, his shoulders just slump. Like, yeah. like, a, ki- like a kid who's, like, just realized that they are lost in, like, a, yeah. in like a car park, and they don't know where their, their parents are. Yeah, that's Master Chief. And people are like, that, na- that lady looks naked, so he wants to fuck it. <laughs> Even though he is sterilized. Yeah. Like a dog. No, he's not sterilized. <laughs> Isn't he? I thought all the no, they haven't they haven't given Chief Chief the snips. No, but it's it's the Spartan it's the mutation, right? I swear, in the Fall of Reach, they are they cannot recreate, procreate. Okay, oh, okay. If you're okay, yeah, no, it's they can't reproduce, but they're not like intentionally fixed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> Welcome to the Spartan program. We've given you lots of muscles and removed your penis. Yeah, Chief has like those Enjoy. little tattoos. He has that tattoo He's like, well, I'm 12 like, years dog. old. I wasn't using it anyway. <laughs> Just like that's that's if you ever go on like the Halo subreddit and stuff, that's one of my favorite comments is people just constantly reminding each other that Chief is a virgin. <laughs> you know, Kiryu in Yakuza is also a virgin. <laughs> he never has sex. He, he gets oh, a girlfriend in one at the end of one game, and she leaves at the start of another game. <laughs> uh, I think. Oh, there was another protagonist from a video game who's also a bitch, and I I remembered it and then immediately forgot it. <laughs> but think of your favorite video game; they're probably a virgin, unless the developers were tryhards. <laughs> I can't imagine the guy from 2008's Fracture had a bad sex. (laughs) I'd imagine Mario's a virgin, right? Oh, definitely. (laughs) Not with phone around. (laughs) Look at him. Yeah. Yeah, Mario can barely form a coherent sentence. Can you imagine him ejaculating? (laughs) Ah, no! (laughs) (laughs) Well, isn't, isn't like... The fan, the the fan story of Mario is that he's constantly getting cucked, right? <laughs> I think. Well, isn't there that fan theory that he's like a he's like a proto human? He's like the missing link. What? Oh, because he looks like that. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like if you go to New Donk City in Mario Odyssey, everybody looks like normally proportioned humans. So what is Mario if not the missing link? <laughs> He's a form of proto-man. But it's not just him, though. It's all of them, right? Because, like, look at Waluigi. That's not a human. <laughs> I refuse to believe that's human. It's a very good point. It's like they're all some weird experiment. It, no, I, they stayed I the in mush- Chernobyl. Mush- I think the Mushroom Kingdom is like it's the Mushroom it's like a long Kingdom. Lost, it's like a long lost Trump that's been isolated well, yeah. from the rest of the world, and they've evolved. Dinosaurs exist. Yeah, and mushroom things. And mushroom things. Like, aren't the Goombas, like, mutated toads? The Goomba? Yes. Yeah, it's like Goober, not Gumba. The Goombas. The Goombas. Fine, the Goombas, God. Yeah, there you go. The Goombas. The Goombas. They walk around being like Gumba Gumba. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Gumba, it's a me, Gumba Gumba. (laughs) They shuffle to the left and the right while saying Gumba. Are you a Mario or a Mario? Oh, Mario. Oh, of course. It's like, it's it's not like in a, a personal opinion. Like, Mario is a real world name. You know, it's not like, hello, Mario. It's like, actually, it's pronounced Mario. It's like, nah, I'm going to call you Mario. Like, you don't say that about a real name. Are you, are you a Lara Croft or a Laura Croft? Oh, uh, Lara. Oh, fuck. I can't even... I can't oh. grill you on something. No. <laughs> he's he's perfect, Alex. Get him out of here. I disagree. <laughs> Showing us up. <laughs> we are the proto-humans. That was the best... That was the best compliment anyone's ever given me. He's perfect, Alex. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> the perfect organism. The birthday ultimate life form. <laughs> I was I was talking to your sister before, who's been oh, yeah? who's been on the podcast. I've I've known her for I think five years. My sister? Jessie's your sister, right? Yeah. Yes. What? I have she's been on the podcast. She has? Yeah. Oh my god, she is in this house right now. Oh! <laughs> Would you like to say hi to her? Sure, why not? This podcast has already done other weird things. <laughs> I can go leave the room to get her right now. Oh, this is going to be weird. How the <clears throat> fuck am I going to edit this? Oh, you've got a time on your hands. Oh, I've got I've got time on my and cripple, it's... cripple hands. <laughs> And it's three and a quarter hours long, so you've got a lot of time to kill. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Uh, we're okay. Uh, we didn't realize that Taris didn't know you were on the show before. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's sometimes a little bit oblivious. Yeah. I was just about to tell him the story about how uh, <laughs> you told me like five years ago that he was that your brother was a Halo YouTuber. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cute. <laughs> And then, like, years later, like, what was it, like, three, four months ago, I was like, Jesse, is, is, is he, is this person your brother? (laughs) 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 Because I've watched this channel for years. (laughs) I think I saw him, like, 
commenting on what, or I saw you commenting on one of his tweets, and I was like, I instantly put two and two together, and I was two like, two together. I was like, mother of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, usually whenever I'm like doing podcasts or anything or, or talking on Twitter, I'm like, then there's my brother who's like way more famous than me. And then people are like, oh, yeah, oh, he's got a YouTube channel. Okay, I'm like, no, literally Google it. And they're like, oh, wait, that's your brother? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I refuse to Google it out of principle. <laughs> out of principle? Yeah, it was like, what do you mean he is more popular than, the-? I think it was like the first podcast we did when it was ICXM. And I was like, oh. I was like, well, he can't be more popular than us. <laughs> <laughs> my my mirror's edge beta discussion that was so poorly edited, we had to remove it a week later and redo it. That got five thousand <laughs> views. <laughs> I know, and like, so I I just started a YouTube channel for some of my like data science stuff, and I remember texting him, super excited. And like I, I was like, oh yeah, like I finally hit like a hundred people subscribing. And then I was like, oh right, like <laughs> how many like hundreds of thousands of people do you have now? As he spit shines his play button. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, god damn it. Okay, well, you know what? I was proud of my like hundred and twenty. Oh my god, one hundred and forty-seven thousand fucking people. What the hell? I told god, what, when when I found out he was your brother, I said to you. Like I, I was like, does he put on the voice? Because he's got like the perfect YouTuber voice. And I was like, there is no way this voice is real. <laughs> no, but I can always tell when he's like really getting excited about like making an argument or something in a you conversation. Because you, you you put on the YouTube voice okay. when you when you're like telling a story or when you really want to make a good point, <laughs> or if it's something that I'm like, this is something you read on Twitter. Or heard on YouTube. And I know when you're, like, saying something you read, because you'll do it in your YouTube voice. Okay. I didn't know if that was because you could hear me yelling excitedly about it from across <laughs> across the planet. What she's telling you is that every time you're excited, she hates it. <laughs> Delicately. She said it in the best way possible. She's like, I know when you're excited, you're putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I gotta get back. But it was it was great to hear from you guys. Great to hear from you too. Mm, yeah, <laughs> have a good rest of your podcast. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. See ya. <laughs> well, that was nice. <laughs> it was, was nice. What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> we should probably wrap up the podcast just so we have an ending. <laughs> what do you mean? This is, this is three and a quarter hours of gold. Yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut it. So I'm going to keep it saying that we have literally been talking for three hours and 42 minutes. <laughs> and this podcast will likely be two and a half or three hours long. It you will, can upload it in chunks. It will, no, we can't do that. The boss, <laughs> the boss pays me by the article. He doesn't like it if I release two parts of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll do we'll do MS Power user Brexit and we'll get the gaming section to ourselves. Oh, that would be so good, wouldn't it? Do you... <laughs> Think of the ad revenue. Think of the trade deal. <laughs> we'll have so much fish. <laughs> That's what Jesus should have done. He should have so just he should have just fish. caused Brexit and then they wouldn't be able to sell the fish and all the poor people would have to eat it. 
looping back around to Jesus. Looping back around to Jesus' face. It all loops back around to <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. like it always comes back to me. <laughs> Why are you blaming me for everything? Turns out Jesus is the Halo precursor. <laughs> it all loops back to them. Well, have you seen that Halo follower video that was like, is Jesus a prophet of God in the Halo universe? Are you and fucking it's like, kidding what are me? You- fucking talking about you fucking weird <laughs> shut up you are not you you are making that up i'm not it's real i saw it <laughs> oh, I, t- I typed hollow follower for some fucking reason hollow follower i'm losing my mind halo follower master chief prophet <laughs> is master chief a prophet is god real in halo lore Yes, it's he changed the title of the video. Did he change the thumbnail as well? Oh god, I hate seeing Master yeah. Chief's face. Yeah, he changed. Uh, Wait, the thumbnail. Master Chief has a face. Master Chief does have a face. They they only show his full face as a little kid, I believe. Uh, although you can see like his eyes, I think, at the legendary ending of Halo Four. In that, I assume these aren't real things. What? Because, like, the if I just Google Master Chief face and then go on images, it looks like a lot of super shittily rendered stuff that people have faked. Uh, does he have a buzz cut? And is he is it, yes, And is he that's... whiter than fucking tofu? It looks like he's got no eyes. I don't know. That sounds then like the, uh... Master Chief's face to me. <laughs> have a Pinterest link. Oh wait, no, that's not real. That's from Halo follower. <laughs> That's the person we're talking about. <laughs> oh, from from the uh, from the YouTuber. Yeah, from the from that is. Oh. No, that's so weird. Why would he make a video like that? Yeah, like why would you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I have respect for a lot of the Halo community, <laughs> but I I know you need content in the the biggest like direct the series has ever had. We need content, but like, not. Not that bad. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> I I watched a video recently of um <laughs> it was like the the Halo story you never knew and it was about the grunt from Halo the Flood. Uh- <laughs> and I was like They 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 hype this up quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. He's like I think it's has put out his like third or fourth why halo infinite needs the flood video do you think it needs the flood no i think halo is a colossal universe with so much in it that it doesn't need to be boiled down to just forerunners and flood halo has the exact same issue that star wars has and that is that the universe is so vast and there's so many years of lore there but everything has to relate to this like one group of people that it yeah. makes it it is you know as wide as an ocean as deep as a puddle <laughs> that classic phrase yeah. so yeah. upsetting every time halo can't be it can't end up like star wars where it's just hey guys remember remember ATAT walkers hey guys remember lightsaber like we can't have well that's what halo 5 was it was like hey guys remember the blue lady you like the blue lady you were sad about the blue lady hey guys remember forerunners hey guys remember gene songs hey guys remember remember blue team remember blue team hey guys like come on halo's a bigger universe than this 
it's weird how like the Halo universe like kind of expanded with those novels because it was like no Master Chief is the only Spartan, and then it was like but is he? <laughs> like, oh, like actually there are quite a lot of them that are still alive. Oh yeah, it's like it's like you are the last of your kind. It's like if by the last of your kind you mean there are hundreds. <laughs> there are not many Johns left. <laughs> you are the He's last. He's the last of your John. Kind. Because <laughs> let's be fair, in twenty five fifty two, who the fuck is calling their child John? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, in the future, like people don't call their fucking sons Paul anymore. Yeah, or like Gregory. Oh no, they're still Gregory. Oh, I love the name Gregory. Oh, are they still purely Gregory? because of Greg Wallace, my idol? You know, my TV is called Jeremy. I've never seen a Jeremy in real life. Your TV? Yes. Your TV? Yes. Why I'm is your guessing... TV first name? Uh, we need we needed a name, and I was thinking about a British show called Peep Show. Oh, okay, okay, uh, all right. Yep. You seem pretty well versed in British TV shows. It's kind of weird. Oh, dude, dude, uh, Doctor Who. The revival in 2005, that was like my gateway drug into uh, British pop culture. Oh. Uh, I have if you t- want a good evening of British culture, or particularly just Peter Serenifowitz, just watch the Peter Serenifowitz show. It's the best thing. I would say there is a classic TV show that has slapstick comedy, uh-huh. and it is called Bottom. Bottom. Yes. Is it... Along the lines of, like, Faulty Towers and stuff. It's quite a bit more adult than that. I say classic, <laughs> it's from the 90s. Okay. Uh, there is some humour that has not aged particularly well. Is it, like, not aged particularly well in haha? we're laughing at black people? Or, from <laughs> like, what, I, what do you mean? From what I remember, it's, it's not, never, like, that it is there's a little bit of ableism in it okay they steal someone's leg at one point uh but also um (laughs) the main (laughs) one of the main characters name that is kind of funny one of the main characters name is uh edward hitler (laughs) but that is a late show reveal but i know a lot of people who don't watch the show because of that but it's also uh, Black Books is also amazing British is, television. Is the punchline that he isn't aware <laughs> that he shares the name with a monster? I think so, but because if that's the punchline, that's hilarious. Both of the characters in Bottom are so unbelievably gross, and it's it's kind of like the um, it's kind of like the Always Sunny thing. Where it's like, you are not okay. supposed to like these people. You are supposed yeah, to it's... be afraid of, disgusted by, <laughs> and like despise them. They might be lovable, but they are bad, bad people. Yeah, they they always start the episode and in a bad place, and somehow the episode concludes with <laughs> nobody learning anything, and they're in a worse position. Yeah. They they learn the entire like the the wrong moral. They learn the opposite of the moral of the story. Yeah, that that kind of humor is funny because that's like you're not you're not laughing at the racism. You're laughing at the racist. Yeah, but then it, it's weird because I thought that people who watch Always Sunny watched it because they were laughing at the things that the characters like were believing. 
like how like Mac is a staunch evangelist, uh, uh, ev- evangelicist, uh, and even though he is gay, he believes that being gay is is like uh, <laughs> is completely wrong. But then, I found out I was I was on the subreddit. I found out that people. The fans of the show, a lot of the fans of the show do not get the show. Or at least the people still talking about it. It's like the people who think Cartman is the good guy in South Park. Or the people who watch Borat and are laughing at, like, the racist caricatures where it's like, haha, that's right, Jewish people are like that. It's like, no, the joke is that there are people who think like this and they're stupid. Yeah, the joke of Borat is that he is saying these things other real people are agreeing with him. Yeah, that you're laughing at the people who are op- exposing who they are. Like Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. And he's trying to get his dick out, no matter what he says. Good old Rudy Giuliani. Good old leaky boy. <laughs> Those images of him where he looks like a supervillain at the end of a boss fight who's like falling apart at the sea. He looks like a he looks like a Power Rangers villain, like, like yeah. he's about to summon Goldar. Yeah, <laughs> See, you can't kill me. I am the United States, and he's like melting at the seams. God, I. <laughs> See, I want to laugh at American politics, but it's just so drab over here, you know? Yeah. It's like, we are starting your four-year journey. Oh no, are you guys getting going with having a crazy, out-of-control, egotistical leader? Yep. I mean, well, no. No, our our leader, (laughs) our leader is so grossly incompetent, and everyone knows it. Even Even the people that voted for him must know it. But, but he's so charming and adorable. He's fucking nice. He's such a fucking useless prick. But I don't know. Old people love him, apparently. My nan voted for him. <laughs> right I, was, I was so disappointed at my nan. It's ever since she got Facebook. She got Facebook about three years ago. And ever since then, she's been going down the fucking the thing. I was like, my sweet old nan is hurting my heart so much. She's going down the conservative rabbit hole. Yep. She she did she, she did the brigade. all lives matter thing. I was like no. I was like Nan, I'm calling you later. You're, I'm going to explain to you <laughs> why you are wrong. It's like it's all those fucking old people on Facebook who are sharing those fucking memes where it's like, oh, life was so much better back then. You haven't lived if you don't remember this shit wooden toy that was the only thing we had. Because <laughs> if it wasn't for that, we'd just be throwing rocks and shit at each other. Yeah, it was like a block of wood with a smiley face painted on it. <laughs> it's like Wilson from... from the... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> how, about, how about we've recorded ending? And then we could talk about whatever. Yeah, we could do that. (laughs) Okay. Taurus, can you tell the people where to find you? Um. They won't listen this far, so. (laughs) You're just saying it for the point of that's how we end the show. Just Google me. You'll find me. Google. I'm loud enough. Google Taurus and Google it well. Or late night gaming. There we go. You'll find, you'll find me. <laughs> Alex, where can people find you? 
Twitter, uh, at ControlALX, because that's my brand. Yep, he's got a website as well. It's shit. You can check it. No, it's gone for now. <laughs> it's under- I'm very poor. It's in hiding. Oh, that's like my website. I was too poor to keep it up, so my portfolio's I was lost. like, do I want to have this be a free WordPress website, or just have it not exist for a while? <laughs> hmm. It's not like anyone's going to buy it and trick you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, like the um, when I was renewing the domain, they said like, "Oh, you've got to keep it active because apparently it's worth like a thousand dollars." And I'm just like, "Fuck off!" You pay like twenty pounds. There is no chance for that. <laughs> I spent like fifteen pounds for my WordPress uh, to get like the domain, and they were like, mm, "Maybe thirty pounds this year." And I went, mm, "Maybe not." <laughs> Back when we were all told to have our own websites for the sake of looking professional. But all you really need is Twitter and to joke about a tall vampire lady having giant breasts because that's all the other uh, that's all our peers are doing. Haha, ha, she's big and she has big boobs. All I'm thinking about is her spine must be in agony. There was a man who was yeah. eight foot something and he died pretty painfully from all the pressure on his spine. Not only is she taller than him, but she also has breasts. And as we know, I will say, they cause back living issues. With, <laughs> living with... Uh, I know women. Stoke, <laughs> living with people with breasts, there was a lot of complaining about back pain. Yep. I'm just like, I'm picturing like the artists and the team behind that character. And they're like, we got to make the creepiest thing ever. What if we make like a normally proportioned woman, but she's way too big. That'll scare people. And it's like, oh no, they're horny. (laughs) I don't know. Hey guys, you know what scares me? Women. Let's put that in the game. I thought it would scare all of the gamers to have a big woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, it's backfired. They want to have sex with her. I I love how they were just like, guys, guys, you don't understand. With the heels and the hat, she's 9'6". Stop being horny. <laughs> and the internet just said, no. you telling me that means she's 9'4 without them? <laughs> More in my... She can fit in my house now. <laughs> <laughs> you mean she fits through a regulation doorway? Sign me no, up. No, they got a slip and slide to get her through the door. <laughs> <laughs> they... <laughs> Harp on the ground. <laughs> If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Lewis underscore D underscore White. Or you cannot. And you can you can find Or you cannot. <laughs> you can find all MS Power User Gaming content on MSPowerUser.com slash gaming. Unless I forgot to tag it as a gaming post, in which case it's on the front page. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Games cast! <laughs> <laughs>